Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bada, and the boom shakalakas, baby. We are the sports brew. I am the captain. And we like to call this a Freestyle Friday, man. Got some bros down here in the basement. That's right. The one and only Shannon the McGuffin. Shannon the McGuffin. Shannon the Twitter Terminator. <laughs> I kind of like Shannon the McGuffin better, man. Nice. Shannon McGuffin, a.k.a. the Twitter Terminator, who, jeez, I'm dropping bombs on the intro, man. That's what happens. <laughs> My God. But well, we said we are going to keep it light and keep it tight, so I guess we'll see how the rest of the night progresses. But anyway... First and foremost, I might as well introduce him. Hey, the MacGuffin. That's like when it was the Facebook. The Rock. Yeah, the Rock. Do you smell what the Rock is cooking? Do you we're smell going, what? We're going third person now. Yeah, third person. Uh, Bob Dole approves this message. Clearly, <laughs> the Bob Dole. <laughs> the Bob Dole. <laughs> we can probably find him on the Facebook. It's all good. Anyway, so uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I can't really. How do I jack up the intro? Actually, it's been a while since I've messed up an intro, so that's like an old school flavor, isn't it? It is. Just for good measure. Yeah, why not? What the heck? Anyway, let's give you a proper intro, though. Let's go this way. Why not? Why not? What the heck? So what's up, brother? Dude, I got breaking news for you tonight. I'm going to break news for everybody. You're going to break news? I thought you were just going to break wind. What news are you going to break? we ate enough salsa tonight to break some wind, so I'll tell you what. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) Extra garlic in that stuff. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. But I got breaking news. You ready? What? Tom Brady is still really good. (laughs) (laughs) No, really? Goodness gracious. 400 (laughs) yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Are you kidding me? Dude. I mean, I get it. It was Cleveland. 271 yards in the first half. Welcome back, Tom Brady. Jeez. Mark says he can't wait to see you play. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants is what he really means. <laughs> Anywho, well, let's get everybody else in here, man. We got a whole bunch of stuff going on. We got to crush through some baseball news. Yes, the sports brew. We're going to talk about baseball. <gasps> we are. Oh my God. That should have been the breaking news. That you, you know what, Shannon, you're right. That is like breaking news. We may even mention hockey tonight. We might even mention hockey. Actually, there's only one hockey thing I'm probably going to mention. Well, welcome back. Welcome back, NHL. It's good. It's nice to see that the Caps picked up right where they left off, losing to the Pens. Thanks, guys. Good job. Good effort. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Accurate, though. (laughs) If you're a DC sports fan... You have to feel slightly cursed, right? I mean, you got the Redskins, who haven't been able to get out of their own way for a quarter century, it feels like. You got the Wizards. I mean, whatever. There's a reason. We say, like, you know, you take a whiz. There's a reason, okay? And then you've got the Caps. The Craps, right? Not just a card game. And you have the Nationals, who, for for the love of anything... I didn't realize the reason they shut the Metro down early is just because they knew <laughs> there was no reason to stay for the end of the game. Unbelievable. But we have our resident DC guy in here, old Mark, old D-Stat, as we you know, are enjoying the countdown to his wedding, which is pretty fantastic. We're a week away from that. Holy oh, cow. my <laughs> God. We need Jan- Was it Janice on Friends? Was that Janice? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. That, that's who we need like in here. I'll have to look to see if there's a soundboard for her. That'd be pretty bad. But uh, Mark's uh, a little under the weather. He's still recuperating and recovering from Vegas. So, but you know, two as we... Later. What? Too legit? Two weeks later. No, nah, two weeks later. But I figure there's no more perfect song than this one for Mark right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like, agree. seriously, dude. It is the final countdown. <laughs> here you go. 
One week, baby. One week. Sandy. And I, I know you said you probably couldn't do your woos tonight. That's all right. Brother, save all those woos for next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need them. <laughs> just, just a pro tip. Post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. <laughs> and also, don't go this way. Just a bit outside. <laughs> you know, I used to hate Parkman when he was with the A's. It's amazing how a new uniform can change your attitude about a guy. He's still a dick. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Quality advice, I appreciate it. Just looking out for you, man. Just, course, just looking out for you, bro. Looking out for you, bro. <laughs> Got to do that, man. Whew, well, that was fun. That was a, we had a lot of randomness right there. But I figured, you know, if we're gonna go light and tight, then we might as well just like run through the like a moth through the flames, dude. We're just gonna crush through a whole bunch of stuff just for good measure. But let's go ahead and get uh, Randy in here. Just uh, we might as well. Let's see. Let's see, let's see if I find a song for Randy. What should we do? Actually, you know what? I'm gonna stick with. Uh, actually, no, no. You know what? I think Chip. I think Chip Kelly just like totally rickrolled everybody. Oh yeah. Bringing Colin Kaepernick back, right? And yeah. Oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, I Colin Kaepernick, come on down. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, seriously, though, like, do you have expectations of much more than, like, a, I don't know, 3 and 13 season at this point? Let's just be real. Hell, I'll be impressed if we actually win two games this year, to be completely honest. 2 and 14. There you go. Way to raise the bar. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Jim Nance talking about Colin Kaepernick right there. <laughs> This is hot mic, hot it's, take. It's it's just hard to really have any expectations considering injuries, people retiring, and all that happy crap. And it's just annoying. But hey man, whatever. Hey man, look, look. We we know how this goes on the sports brew. Drops a poop at her baby. Drops a poop at her out there. San Fran man. You can. You can wish in one hand and crap in the other. <laughs> See which one fills up first. <laughs> it's, an old, it's an old expression, but I think it's very <laughs> contextually relevant here. That's going to be tough, dude. Although I will say, it would be, it, wouldn't it be funny, after all the crap that's happened the past couple of months with Kaepernick, if he showed up and actually did play well? I mean, it, it, look, he's replacing Blaine Yo Gabba Gabbert. So, I mean, obviously there's opportunity space. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's room to improve. <laughs> so, so you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there is a chance. Okay. I don't it's know. It's not like Gabbert set the bar very high. Uh, no. No. But but I, I think most people understood this is going to be a tough year <laughs> in San Fran. <laughs> it's going to be a tough year. So it would be kind of funny if he actually rolled out and played well. And if he does, good for him. If he does good for him, and really at this point in his career with where he's at, you know, if he can come on back onto the field and be a spark and improve the, you know, what's going on on field, then that's a win for him because obviously they've, you know, he's renegotiated this contract. I don't know if he would have sniffed the field otherwise, uh, but he's obviously got a bet on himself going forward. And if he does show up and does play well and does provide a spark for the team to win or at least be really competitive, kind of get some of that scrap that scrappiness we thought they were going to have 
earlier in the season, which seems to have evaporated. If he brings some of that back, then good on him. I want me some glory. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Just as long as he doesn't kneel on third downs, he'll be good. That's right. Well, that's right. As long as he doesn't kneel on third downs. Well, he could probably give some lessons on kneeling to Kirk Cousins, who <laughs> we've, seen, <laughs> we, we've seen some issues to close out halves with that kind of stuff. But, you know, what are you going to do? That's the imperfections of the NFL. Clearly. Clearly. Let's see. Oh, what, you did hear Whitfields. Let's go ahead and get him in. Why not? What's up, bro? Oh, man. Hey man, I love that fantasy advice last week, which I mercifully ignored of starting Eddie Royal over Sammy Coates. <laughs> I think between you and me, it's like whoever I say start, do just the opposite. Given your record in the keeper good. league, I think what are you zero and five? Yeah, man, he's been mathematically eliminated. Uh, yes, I think zero point zero. <laughs> this is winning percentage. Oh my god, he's also zero and five in League of Bastards. Oh, lo- really, dude? Yeah. Holy crap. That's because League of ba- Bastards has crappy uh, stat numbers. Well, maybe so, but other people clearly are winning. <laughs> it's our, yeah, you know Mark's what? doing better than me. What's up with that? We have the perfect thing for Whitfield. I fucked up. Exactly. <laughs> the, the draft, his team. Just go ahead and start taking some shots, bro. Let's do it. Ha-ha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do a lot of those. Remember Saturday, back in the day, dude. Yeah, I think I, I feel like we were living that song on this podcast uh, we in were. the in the first couple of years, dude. We we're all over that thing. Holy moly, those old pictures where it was like just a like it looked like we had a a, a bar set up. We did <laughs> in front of the we computer <laughs> to record. It was really phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the inspiration for the after party at our wedding. It was the podcast. We said, look, if we can drink that much of a podcast, how much do we have to have for the wedding, oh bro? My gosh. <laughs> like, for about real. 20 handles. Yeah, we need, yeah, about 20 handles. That's about right, man. That's, yeah, that's what happens. Much. Look, I can't help it, man. Team awesome. Yo, we know how to regulate, baby. Muy importante. Muy importante. When they say raise the bar, we put the bar in raising the bar. You know what I mean? True. Mm. Hey, Mr. Green. What? Are you going to do that? Uh, we are, should we expect to see you on first take going against uh, Stephen A. and Max Kellerman, man? I don't know. I got I to gotta, I gotta look that thing up and see what's going on. Dude, you <laughs> definitely need to do it. Uh, I need to. Do, all right. Well, I'll think about it. What I, what I ought to do is uh, Skype with you and get pissed at you for something stupid and then do a take. <laughs> You know, you know what I mean. That's probably the best thing I could do. Like anytime, listen if I was, to my fantasy week and actually listen to my advice and actually take it. Yeah, then do it. Yeah, I need, to, I need, to, I need to get on. I need to Skype you, and we'll we'll talk about the topic. And I need you to say something stupid, and then I'll be like, what? Donovan McNabb, rah! and then we'll be good. I'll just mention Donovan McNabb. That's all you gotta do. What a wonderful friend. That's true. And Mark. Hakuna Matata. Did you like our tribute to Odell Beckham last week? <laughs> Come on, you had to. I mean, of course. We did call you D-Stat Pumba. Pumba Stat. Pumba Stat. Pumba Stat. <laughs> also muy importante. Anyway, so uh, we do have a lot going on, and we do. Want, I don't know what next week is going to be like, so we're probably going to have a little fun tonight. Uh, it's going to be a little tough to catch up with everybody next week. I think there's just so much going on. So we'll see if we can squeeze one in Monday or Tuesday. Uh, obviously a shorter se- uh, session and try to have a little bit of fun. But who knows? But for right now, we're just going to have a little fun on this Freestyle Friday, bleeding over into a uh, shot on Saturday. Uh, Mark looks like he's got he got bopped in the head with a bat. He's looking a little rough with his antibiotics and his scratchy throat. You know, I think what happened with Mark, quite honestly, number one, Mark, how are you feeling? Decent? 
Yeah, I'm getting. I mean, I do. I'm, I'm crazy excited for next week. Good. I've just, I've just got a, a nasty cough. I got to get through. Okay. Uh, I haven't even gotten to talk about Vegas at all, and haven't been here since uh, since I got back from Vegas. But uh, Vegas was amazing, and uh, I still got to post pictures and all that good stuff. You but, do. Uh, one once once money um, when I arrived in Vegas because I was meeting my brother separately. Yeah, he looked like he had the plague. He did have Las Plagas. He he, he, he he caught something nasty before he went. And, uh, but I, I know I avoided getting that because we had to get him to urgent care. He'd gotten some kind of bacterial throat thing. Jesus. But I avoided getting that. Uh, but that was a you weird think. start to the trip. But uh, anyway, I had a great time and uh, yeah, crazy excited for next week. So I just got to gotta get past this throat nonsense. I just figured, you know, much like the Giants, it's all this choking <laughs> that's been going on leading to this scratchy throat you got. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I, I will say two of my favorite parts from last weekend. Okay, bar none, I loved uh, Beckham's catch in the back of the end zone, and that was you know that was an incredible catch. Uh, you can make some argument that maybe if they hadn't ruled the catch, maybe they wouldn't overturn it. I don't care, I man. That was a beautiful catch, beautiful TD. Didn't win the game, but I love Odell Beckham going up and hugging the net. Get, given the flow of the of the like past few weeks for that guy, and just how how merciless like sports radio's been, <laughs> that, <laughs> there's Shannon working the mouse, man. <laughs> Whitfield, wait your turn. Jeez, <laughs> right, hold on, bro. Really? Yeah, really. <laughs> Shannon and I have decided that it's like it's like the best it's, it's the best fail horn ever is Chewbacca. He out fail horns the fail horns. Like it's like the perfect Whitfield. <laughs> oh, hell with this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, now nah, I forgot what that was. Uh, what the hell were we talking about? Crap. Beckham, Beckham oh, oh, back back Beckham hugging the net. Yeah, yeah. I loved uh, I loved Beckham hugging the net. I thought that was uh, phenomenal. And I also loved Andrew Hawkins totally trolling the NFL. When he just set the ball down and kind of was all robotic walking off. Uh-oh. Um, I thought that, well, I wasn't going to play Mr. Roboto, but it, that would have been a good place. You're right. That would have been a good place to do it. But I loved Andrew Hawkins doing that. That's two of my favorite things from the weekend, only just in context, man. I mean, and really, that was probably the sole highlight for Cleveland from that New England game, let's be honest. Uh, but I thought that was really funny, and I also absolutely loved Beckham hugging the net. I thought that was brilliant. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, well done, well executed, well played. I don't know what the Giants' season is going to turn out to be. Um, Eli's going to have to tighten up. He's definitely sailing some footballs over people's heads. His protection is terrible. Right? And they're, yeah, there's... Uh, flat, flat, flowers getting penalties like a bad man. And Didn't Flowers shove a... Re- uh, not a ref, a uh, ESPN reporter or something stupid in the locker room? I didn't hear about that. Maybe. Very I think... Here, let, me, let me double check. I thought he did. Let me double check. I just think the O lines and shambles, and and Eli yeah. just doesn't look comfortable back there at all. NFL that's, security that's visits like Giants to investigate Eric Flowers' shove of ESPN reporter. Wow, there it is. I can believe it. That's not good, man. I was looking for this dude's name. I was gonna say who was the reporter. Let's see. He shoved ESPN's Jordan Renan or Renan. I don't know quite the pronunciation of the dude's name. So, but that, I mean, you know, hey, I man, I. I don't, it's the season's tough, man. I totally get it, and I know the media can be really obnoxious in your face, but that's part of the reality, man. If you sign up to make the bucks to play in the big, you know, you're at the big show, bro. 
Yep. You know what I mean? You got to deal with the media. That's just part. That's just part of it. Sometimes they're glossing you up and you love it because you feel like they're polishing your knob. Other times it's a lot of criticism or a lot of grief. You just got to you got to deal with it. It's like, uh, look, man, do you think don't you think uh, Westbrook is absolutely tired of talking about Kevin freaking Durant in Oklahoma City? Yeah. I mean, how many questions <laughs> is that guy going to get over the duration of the entire season about what Kevin Durant says or what underwear Kevin Durant has on or he farted or he scratched his armpit or whatever? You know, Kevin Durant's going to burp in Golden State and they're going to ask Westbrook about it. You know what I mean? And that, you know, at some point, it's just, it's just what, it's, it's what the media is supposed to do, man. They're going to ask you questions. They're going to they're gonna be in your face after games, before games, during practice, this thing, blah, 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 blah. You got to handle it, man. And you can't go beating up or shoving off uh, reporters as obnoxious as they can, other than maybe that one for, who was that, that chick on ESPN that was all nasty that told that uh, tow truck place? She might deserve some oh, football fisticuffs, but you'd have yeah. to get like I mean, it couldn't be Eric Flowers. You can't have a big dude like beating her up. But no. she's one that you could almost you'd almost be like, Oh <laughs> have Ronda Rousey do it. Ronda Rousey could kick her ass. That'd be kind of fun. She's coming back in a couple months. Yeah? Yeah, she's right. fighting at the end of December. I, I bet Ronda Rousey could uh whoop up was it Greg Hardy that wants to be an oh, MMA fighter? Oh my god. Who'd like to who'd like to see Ronda Rousey whoop Greg Hardy's ass? Dude. Me. How great yeah. How great would that be? How great would that be? When we talk about poor career choices, yes. I mean, Greg Hardy, I mean, I, I think we can all agree as a POS anyway. But, I mean, MMA, dude, these guys <laughs> spend years learning their discipline, and you're just going to go from pro football to MMA? Or Sam? Uh, yeah, I was looking for something else. Okay. Uh, you want some Sam Jackson? But I don't want that. And you don't want that. All right, I'm, I'm going to entrust Shannon with this wireless mouse here real quick while he's looking for this thing. Yeah, All I can say both is, work. Greg Hardy, what the hell are you thinking? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Even Jake Laser said, don't, dude, don't get anybody to help Dude, me. I can swear. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. I can swear. Jake Laser had a inter- uh, some radio piece. I don't remember who he was talking to, and basically saying that like he had reached out to all kinds. Con- he talked to a whole bunch of people. Obviously, he's n- well networked with that. Uh, Does he look like a bitch? Yes, um, and basically said, "Don't even bother. You know that, that nobody should train you. Nobody should help you. Like you're not welcome. Like don't <laughs> just." But I don't. don't want that, and you don't want that. Yeah. No. Well, I think the only thing people would want is to see him get lit up and toe up. People Absolutely. might be might be Don't okay with that, but window. you know, that's just one of those bad guys. Bad guys. All right, look, I know uh, Mark's probably only in it for a segment, so we probably got to knock out a couple of things relative for him. Get the fuck out of my face Ex- with that. <laughs> that's Ex- the one I was looking. That's for. That's what he was oh, looking Sam. for. <laughs> there you go. So uh, we'll dance around a couple of things, and we'll let, maybe we'll let uh, even let Dstat pick a topic. Entirely possible. Ooh. Might happen. Let's. You know what? Let's Might. let him pick it now. Oh, you, all right. Well, Mark, uh, we're gonna let you, uh, you know, pick a topic. What you got? That's exciting. Um, <laughs> that is exciting. Pick a topic. Just remember, uh, you can you can pick your nose, you can pick your friends, but you can't pick your friends' noses. Just remember that. <laughs> uh, you know what? Sure. Let's 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 uh let's go with the the Nats getting knocked out of the playoffs. Okay. So we, we touched on it very lightly. We were joking around about the fail train and the fail buckets that really are DC sports. Um, 
how what do you think the mood is in DC after that been, loss, bro? There's been a lot of articles back and forth, and you know what? I, I'm I'm definitely I'm on this the the fence with it usually, but I'm, I'm more so on the the positive fence as much as I mean because I'm a Mets fan. If the Nats were in any other division, I could you know root for the Nats on the side. They're in the NL East, so I I just I I'm conditioned to despise them, and so I root against them. So I was absolutely rooting for the Dodgers. I had some good money on the Dodgers as as the underdog. It was a phenomenal game, the, the knockout game five last night. But uh, but anyway, saying there's there's you know obviously two sides of, of the coin of um, course. in terms of what people are saying. But I feel like more people are, while well, yes, they're disappointed. They're like, look, we'll be at the playoffs three of the last five years. That's obviously something that does not happen for you know most teams. There's plenty of things to be positive about. Baker, I think, is definitely a far better manager for them than, than Williams was. I mean, that's not even a question. They uh, they screwed up some last night. Their biggest screw up was, you know, I think it was the fifth or sixth inning when Worth got sent on a single where he was going to be out by a mile. And the dude, third base coach, I don't know what he was. What thinking. was that dude <clears throat> thinking, sending that dude on? I applauded Baker after the game. You know, he was being asked, and he, he didn't throw him under the bus. He was just like, he's an aggressive. You know, he's aggressive, and so <clears throat> he made that decision. And I, <clears throat> I, you know, was what it was. But uh, so yeah, I, I'd say my impression is, you know, the larger majority i'll say 70 plus percent of what i'm seeing is more so like look yes we wish we were still in the playoffs yes it was disappointing but you know what three last five years in the playoffs crazy exciting years still got so much young talent which they absolutely do of course and uh, Harper. So pl- plenty to look exactly plenty to look forward <laughs> to next year great season <laughs> yeah yeah and that guy <laughs> that harper guy <laughs> that harper guy maybe he's gonna do something uh, I wonder, <laughs> wonder, wonder, wonder what if, if Stra- Strasburg's ever gonna be able to stay healthy. But uh... now, correct me if I'm wrong, but after Game Four, after Kershaw started that game, I think Baker was quoted as saying, "Well, at least we don't have to face Kershaw in Game Five. <laughs> womp womp. Whoops! <laughs> I got one in it, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Dude." Dude, I mean, kudos, uh, respect. First of all, kudos and respect to Clayton Kershaw coming out. I thought I saw something that it, that was his first major league save. Yes, oh, which is yeah. pretty crazy. But kudos to him. I know uh, some people have knocked his postseason performance before. That's a that's a big thing to do uh, to come out and and show up big time in that kind of mo- a moment in that series to to help get him over the hump. I think he deserves plenty of plenty of love and some dap for that one, dude. Very, very cool. I, another, I like this headline. Uh, uh, Kershaw ends an interview. We got some champagne to pop. We're out of here. Nice. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Apparently, that champagne that got popped well, got popped all over Josh Reddick, who stripped down to an American flag Speedo to oh, celebrate <laughs> the Dodgers' win. America. America. Yeah, there's some Budweiser. I don't see any champagne there, but uh, yeah, America all over the place on that champagne one. Champagne of beers, maybe? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, something like that. But, uh, dude... Dude, I, you know, this is one of those things where I'm torn because you go, you know, is it is it a fail or is it a hail? You know what I mean? Like, how much criticism and grief? I mean, there's, it's one thing to be disappointed. You know what I mean? Uh, and sports can be so heartbreaking at times. So it's one thing to be disappointed. But the flip side of that is, like, how much of it is kudos for the Dodgers? Is it more kudos for the Dodgers or is it more fail for the Nats? Yes and yes. It's tough, man. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, I, I, unfortunately, I, I watched the series pretty closely. I don't think it's clearly one or the other. I think that 
it was definitely game by game. And I mean, that's you come down to final game. That's probably what's going to be the case. Um, you know, that's uh, they're definitely you know it it truly was a very evenly matched series. I mean, that's why I came down to the, you know, I mean, the last thing. I mean, that, that you could not ask for a better, you know, finish than, you know, you bring out your top pitcher with Rondell in first and second with, you know, Daniel Murphy, the plate, who's been one of the hottest, you know, playoff hitters the last several years. Um, I mean, that's what it's got to be. Didn't, now, yeah. didn't the Nats leave a ton of people on base? They did. They left a lot of runners on base. Um, and the Dodgers did a great job of, of escaping a lot of situations, and that was huge, but huge for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, still, the Dodgers got up four-one, and that's knocked back. I think uh, two innings later, with the two-run home run to you know make it a game again. So, you know, they definitely gave themselves a chance. That that sending worth on, yeah, I think it was, I think it was the sixth inning. That that's going to haunt them for a while because you know, you know, it's it's always easy to look back, but I mean, that that wasn't even one that was like, I mean, close. I mean, he was going to be pegged by a mile, and there's just absolutely no reason. He should have been sent. Now he very well may have still been stranded, but you just you you can't you know in a close game you can't send somebody there. Yeah. I don't know what he was thinking. It wasn't even close. No, that was the problem. No, it, was, I mean, it was embarrassingly bad decision. Well, you know, you figure you have bad decisions by the Metro. You got bad decisions by that guy. You know. By the way, uh, if you're going to be a major sports town, you got to keep mass transit running. Unless mm. unless you have a personal investment in Uber. As the city, and maybe their surge yeah. pricing or something. You know what I mean? You got to keep the metro up and running, right? I mean, it's the playoffs, dude. Come on. Oh, yeah. The irony that so many bad decisions are coming out of Washington, D.C. <laughs> oh, the irony. <laughs> Spe- speaking, speaking of D.C., look, man, we've got a special guest on the sports show tonight, courtesy of uh, Whitfield. He invited him in. Uh, so let's get some theme music for Donald Trump, man. And we disconnected on him. Sorry, guy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to use that interlude, but, man, I really did. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Greg Hardy, Donald Trump. That that's a, Can that be like a celebrity death match? Oh, there dude, you go. remember that from back in the day? Yeah, man. I, didn't, I thought you were supposed to bring celebrity death match back. I thought they were, too. Wasn't that the claymation stuff? I thought it was coming back. Uh-huh. What happened? I think they should do it for real. Yeah. I think they should do it for real. That'd be kind of cool. Anyway, sorry, sorry, Mark, to trample all over that with any kind of Donald Trump reference. You ever had a big Kahuna burger? Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. That's probably the... <laughs> well, the freaking God! Exactly. Negative. <laughs> we'll stop. <laughs> Yes. Yes, we will. We will. Let's get let's get back to the Nats. <laughs> um, I don't like you using foul language. <laughs> two things. Number one, it's hard not to be like, oh, well, that's cool, you know, because you have the whole Vin Scully context with the Dodgers. Even though I'm in Richmond, and, well, we're in Richmond, I don't have some vested interest in the Nationals. I don't know why. Like, I'm, I haven't like adopted them as my team or anything like that. Uh, but I just think recent history contextually is very cruel in the playoffs for them. So it, it's kind of right. tough. But I do think the Dodgers are a nice story. I don't know how good they really are. So I guess a couple of different things. Realistically, Mark, looking at the uh, ALCS, NLCS, what do you think the Dodgers' chances are? Uh, going up against the, the Cubs? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I, don't, I don't like them. Um, personally, I, I think that you know, the Cubs 
they didn't play their best ball at all against yeah. the Giants, uh, but they still got it done. Um, yes. So I, I'm gonna choose to believe that their their bats, you know, which kind of let them down in the series, are gonna wake back up. Okay. The Dodgers outside of Kershaw are definitely are, you know, skimpy as a starting pitcher. And so I, I think that's, you know, if the Cubs bats really come alive and say knock knock one of the lesser starters out early, mm-hmm. Dodgers are gonna have a real tough time, you know, maintaining uh, through the rest of the game. So it's asking a lot. I, I would pretty strongly favor the Cubs. <clears throat> I'll say Cubs in five, personally. But uh, you know, I you know we all know the, the the curses and the bad luck and you know the 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 you know it's you know every time you think the Cubs, I mean certainly last year on paper the Cubs were a far superior team to the Mets and the Mets just made incredibly easy work to them and maybe I shouldn't say far superior certainly the I mean the pitching which was what it got it done for the Mets right uh, was was uh, equal or superior but uh, um, I just think that the Cubs are so stacked. Right now, and you know when you see them playing, you know less than less than full full ball against the Giants, which you know they, they really they just weren't that impressive, but they woke up when they needed to, um, and came back at the end of games, got it done. I just I think they're going to show up a lot better against the Dodgers, and I, I think they can make pretty easy work of the Dodgers. What's your spin on the ALCS then with the Jays and, and the Indians? <sighs> it's tough because I I just I always prefer the Jays. I really like the Jays, but I just think the Indians are playing. Great baseball right now. Um, yeah, as we're recording, the first game was tonight, and the Indians, right. uh, Indians took it down two two nothing, so they're up, they're up one nothing in the series. Um, play again tomorrow afternoon, so probably before it gets posted. Uh, that's a huge one for the Jays. I think that's you know probably one of the best chances to steal one back in Cleveland because it's uh, Hap against Tomlin. Apparently, something happened to Tomlin. I think. Uh, where he missed a start because a, a drone hit him or something like no, that. No, it, it was. I, I have I have something pulled up for that. It was something something stupid. Yeah. Like he was trying to repair a drone and slice his thumb <clears> or something stupid. That's impressive. <laughs> There's I've seen a lot of stupid things. Well, yeah. Oh, here it is, Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Boom, boom, boom. Twenty-five year old writer may have established a new standard for strange off-field October ailments when he cut his right pinky finger repairing a drone. So Bauer will switch places with Josh Tomlin in the rotation. Pitching game three yeah, feel, instead of game two. Feel a little stupid about that one, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty honest, dumb. But honestly, I mean that's that that's a huge, kind of potentially huge for the Blue Jays because if they can steal one in, in Cleveland because Tomlin is definitely a much lesser starter, that would be big for them. Go back to Toronto, tied up two, tied up one one instead mm-hmm. of down two zero. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully they can take advantage of it. But I'm gonna say just because the Toronto bats can can be so good and so dominant at times, I don't think the Cleveland can just you know wipe them clean. I'll say I'll say Cleveland and six, but I'm rooting for Toronto. So I mean, how much would the national media like? How much would they celebrate if it's Cubs, if it's Cubs Indians in the World Series? I uh, mean, you know, you're gonna have one really happy fan base because what was yeah. it, 1908, 1948? If I remember the years correctly, I mean, it's that's a huge sounds, chunk of time, right. right? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. There's gonna be one really ecstatic fan base, and um, I'd be curious to see like what the you know, when they go out and like pull the nation like outside of those areas, like who's rooting for who more. I feel like you would find more Cubs fan probably just because, you know, they've been suffering a little longer. But some people kind of hate the Cubs. And some people kind of starting to view them as like the, you know, evil empire of the National League just because they have certainly gone out and spent so much money to build up that team. And, you know, I don't quite view them like that yet. And I've got a lot of respect for Theo, Theo sure. Epstein, but I, I know a lot of people kind of view him as a, you know, schmuck. But. 
Well, I mean, uh, th- that would be a, uh, a pretty big feather in the cap. You know what I'm saying? And he already has sure. a few. He already has a few oh, of those. He, he does. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a brilliant dude. I mean, that's, I mean that anybody you know, who tries to deny that, I, I can't say I respect him too much. You don't have to like him. But, uh, yeah. Well, I tell so, you what. I tell you what, man. We got a couple things. I, I want to tap a couple of loose ends, and I know we got to get you out of here because we got we got to get you rested and healed up, bro. Yeah, appreciate it. So, a couple of uh, oddball fun things. Uh, number one, um, let's see that you'll appreciate this, uh, Mister Giants fan. Uh, so, the past thirty times, the Caps, the Nats, the Redskins, and the Wizards have had a chance to advance in the playoffs at home. They've gone a collective three and ten. Nice. Yeah, that's 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 pretty nice. <laughs> I think that. Oh, actually, uh, let me uh, let's fix that. Let's update that. Uh, thanks to Clayton Kershaw and the uh, Dodgers, uh, make that three and eleven. Yes, and uh, Shannon, you are quite accurate, sir. That does deserve the ever wonderful Ryan Leaf Memorial Failhorn. I know at one point we we renamed that for somebody else, but I think Ryan Leaf just deserves to have it back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or we can call it the San Francisco 49ers Memorial Failhorn. <laughs> the Colts offensive line. <laughs> the Colts offensive line Memorial <laughs> Failhorn. <laughs> oh, wait a second. The Carolina Panthers defense <laughs> Memorial Failhorn. The Cleveland Browns. <laughs> it's not even the Failhorn at that, at that point. It's just the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Very true. That's cold, man. That's ruthless. That's ice cold. That is a, yeah. yeah. Hold on. Let me flip back to this other thing. Ice Cube thought that was cold. Ice Cube. It's lemonade, man. <laughs> it's lemonade. What's more surprising than iced tea at a lemonade stand? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was great. But here's one of these like random ass, like weird things. So uh, it was on For the Win, and it's the details behind the last time Clayton Kershaw saved a game. Okay. So here you go. So th- this is this is the rewind here. So his last save was in the minors. Okay. Keep in mind that in game five, Kershaw entered the game for uh, Kenley Jansen and closed it out, right? So the last time he saved a game in the minors, Jansen was his catcher. And that game was against a Nationals affiliate team. So crazy. Super so rando. So, yeah. <laughs> so Kershaw's one career save was against the uh, whatever rando team Nationals affiliate in 2006, who were managed by Bob Henley, the third base coach who sent Jason Worth in that game. Oh, my gosh. I mean, who, number one, who digs that crap up? Seriously. So kudos to stat history, whatever. Per, that, that's baseball, man. They dig up some of the most random shit. <laughs> this guy was the coach on this team in 10 years ago. Oh, that's baseball. Gotta love the stats, man. Absolutely ridiculous, uh, but anyway, I have one one thing I wanted to share with you because this is this is like the perfect, this is like a walk off for for Mark. I think uh, we'll see if he picks a secondary topic as a closeout note. Uh, but given all the issues with the Galaxy Note Seven, uh, I like how FedEx and like UP everybody's banning it from flying on like airplane. You can't ship it in the air anymore. Right. It's crazy. I hope nobody. I hope none of our <coughs> listeners have experienced a phone blowing up in their hand or in their car or anything. But when we were flying, when we were flying to Vegas, they definitely announced. You know, anybody with you know, you're not allowed to have it turned on at all if you have it. Uh, I mean, that's crazy. 
Yeah. It's crazy, but the uh, Daily Snark had an article, and uh, I'm sorry, I, I just had to do it. And it, it, the headline is just Jason Pierre Paul blows off his other hand after his Samsung Galaxy <laughs> Note 7. <laughs> and I mean, it's like one of those things that I shouldn't laugh. But it's it was just so perfectly done, and then they had the pitch. So I got to send him the sports through chat. He's just holding it up, man. That's a nice Photoshop job. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong, dude. So I wrong, but I so funny. <laughs> so wrong, but so funny. So now we know what really happened to Jason Beer at Paul's hand. <laughs> anyway, I'm kidding. Obviously, um, it's good to see him back on the field, man. Good to see him back on the Absolutely. field. So, all right. So, Mark, you're taking who? You're taking the Cubs. And you're taking the Jays. I'm take, I'm, I want I want the Cubs and Jays, but I'm I'm expecting the Cubs and the and um it. and the Indians. Yeah. Okay, because we depending on a couple of things, we may not uh, get back in here for a while. Next week's going to be pretty crazy. I would imagine. Yeah, but yeah that, and, and that's okay. What well, did you have any? Uh, did you have a walk off topic or like I don't know? What did you learn from sports this week? We can get, we can give learn? you that one. Yeah. What I learned from sports this week. Um, you know, I I, I got to admit, like because there's so much, so much uh, wedding stuff going on, I probably haven't been quite as fixated or focused on the sports world as I would like to be. But uh, I would say that's I learned that I'm pretty annoyed at this Giants team. <laughs> <laughs> um, that I think they've got a lot I'm of work to do right. on they their do. offensive line. Um, I I think the defense was great, and uh, I think the defense kept them in the game absolutely against the Packers. So, I mean, I wasn't really mad at them, but uh, the offense, you know, subpar, obviously having a tough time with running the game with just Darkwa, and I don't even remember the other guy's name. But, uh, yeah, uh, go uh, go team wedding. Go team wedding. All right, I like it. Can we can we request this song at the uh, reception? Can we do that? Sure, sure. Actually, you know, honestly... Probably ought to be that. And they don't have a clue. I don't know. Can, do you think the DJ will play this for us if we ask? Probably not. <laughs> Can you imagine if somebody requested Hakuna Matata or the Circle of Life at the wedding? Or can you... Fi- I mean, it's possible. Yeah. I, I don't know. Whitfield was all about it last week. If you listen to the full podcast, Whitfield was all about it. And I was like, I don't know, man. Because I'm like, nobody's going to understand it except us. And they're going right. to be like, why are these assholes playing freaking The Lion King? <laughs> like, what is what is the deal? What is the deal with that? I don't know. Anyway, that's okay. He was proud of himself. For sure. Well, that's all right, man. Well, look, bro. Uh, uh, number one, heal up, heal up. <laughs> oh man, Shannon, Shannon's on Shannon's on soundbite duty. I don't know what this man is gonna queue up. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, no, not that one. Here, there you go. Look out, Mark. Well, depending on the kind of man-eater we're talking about. Hey, now. (laughs) Filthy whore. Whoa. Whoa. Everybody's getting laid but me. (laughs) Well, you don't want that either. That's that's not quite right. 
<laughs> no, we're not. No, no. That's crazy. You can't give up sex. You've got a responsibility. If you have sex, your penis will fall off and land in another dimension populated entirely by dogs who will eat it. Shut the fuck up, fat man. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's probably the yeah. I think I think Peter Griffin needed the dose of Sam Jackson on that he, one. He did. He did. Sorry, I didn't realize that. That I no, it's I was a, just gonna say filthy. I didn't realize. It, it, yeah, you didn't know it said filthy whore. So, filthy whore. Yeah, that's okay. That's my future yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, I did not know that, Mark. So I apologize. He does. That's all right. That's okay, Mark. We know that on your wedding day, as the countdown begins. You too can dream a dream that the Giants' defense will rebound, and that you you will score more than the Giants' offense has lately. So go deep, friend, and not just in a two-minute drill, not just a pump and go, <laughs> not just a wheel route. Try not to outkick your coverage. <laughs> okay, and be sure. If it's a walk-off, split the uprights before you go. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what else to say on that one. But you know what? As long as it's not... As long as it's not that, less of that, and more of this. Maybe that's what I learned in sports speakers. So many beautiful sports references. It is good, right? Like we we do like sports metaphors, man. Like NBA, go NBA Jam Tournament Edition. He's on fire! Boom shakalaka laka. Boom shakalaka. I like that. Anyway, we're gonna raise a glass to Mark as he gets out of here. Let's heat him up. So I, I tell you what, salute o'clock, Mark. This one's for you, brother. I got a uh, three notch brewing company. Where is the name of this beer? There it is. The 40 Mile IPA. It was on there somewhere. I thought that's what it was. The 40 Mile IPA, courtesy of Three Notches. It's very good, by the way. Sounds pretty tasty. It's super good. I'm finishing up the Pumpkin Hunter from Devil's Backbone. All right, good man. Yeah, buddy. Mr. Giles? Uh, tonight I went with something different. I did the uh, Red's Wicked Apple. I can dig it. 8%. I'm not going to complain. Well, we'll have, nice. we'll, have a, um, we'll have a hard cider at the wedding, so. Nice. That won't be the only thing that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> why will it be hard? <laughs> Who wants it that way? Oh my god, I was going to say, Mark, you do have liberties on your wedding night. So feel free to offer a certain degree of specificity as you seal the deal. <laughs> if you want it that way, brother, you've got... You, you feel free to ask. <laughs> this might be one of the most random things that I ever shared on the podcast. Uh -oh. this, that sounds bad um, with that lead up. But uh, just because you started, started playing that song, I just read something like a couple hours ago, just some random link that's uh, Backstreet Boys finally admitted that that song makes absolutely no sense and there's no purpose to it. So I was like, yeah, that's, it does make no sense. So I'm glad they finally admitted that. Anyway. Well, yeah. that's More okay. You know. There you go. There it is. Right, oh, just, and, just, and just for Shannon. Yeah, buddy. Click, click, boom. I'm coming down on the stereo. 
So let's see. Mark can shoot around out the tank better than the brown. Better than the brown down the tank. He can get ready to rumble, right? <laughs> what? What are you looking for? Oh, are you gonna play ludicrous? No. Oh, okay. I don't know, man. Just, just oh. remember, <laughs> you want to go higher that night, okay? And if we party really well, it might be because you got high. It is DC after all. So, well, we're not going to be in DC, but. Oh, well, ah, boo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Virginia Beach is close enough. Yeah, who cares? Turn down for what? Actually, you turn down for this. There you go. <sighs> Looking out for you, buddy. Sure. Looking out for you. Wow, let's. Uh, I want to know if Shannon remembers this song. Mark, I almost bet you do. Oh, of course. There you go. What, what was that? Was that mid 90s or early 90s? Mid 90s. Oh my god. Mark, Mark, Mark. Maybe, maybe this is your walk off. Right. Actually, I think he should be the meat plow. <laughs> Stone Temple Pilots, look, this is great. Stone Temple Pilots has it right, man. A little run through the Wicked Garden. Yeah? Yeah? There you go. I like this, man. We haven't scrolled through the old song list in a while. There's like all kinds of stuff in here. I'm sure. Yeah, man. No, we can't go with Black Eyed Peas. Oh, the, 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 this is legit. Look, look, look. Yeah. I like that. Oh, oh, oh. No, you know what? Mark, Mark, we just got a call. We just got a call. It's a dedication to you. It is from your absolute favorite quarterback of all time. Philip Rivers says you can borrow his song. <laughs> Rage face and all. <laughs> Rage face and all. Boobies. <laughs> 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 oh, baby. What about the wiener? <laughs> the human wang is a beautiful thing. <laughs> I have misplaced my pants. <laughs> I'm gonna drink a lot of beer and stay out all night. Oh man! Give it! <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> oh my god! We might just have to walk up with this and say to hell with the rest of the sports beer. This might just be good enough to say we're done, son. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my lord! <laughs> Oh, you didn't finish three blocks. Uh... <laughs> no. No deal. <laughs> <laughs> as long as as long as Jim Moore is not there. In my opinion, that sucks. Be worth it. Just saying. <laughs> Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Oh no, this is where it should this is where it should end up. 
go. I could not shit one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Philip Rivers dedicating his song to you, Mark. That's really awesome. That was so. That was, that was, that was nice of him. That was super nice. But most important, you can do that one too. There you go. Get your freak on, baby. All right, Mark. Dude, countdown is on. Countdown's legit. I can't believe you're actually getting married. That just leaves this bum Whitfield that nobody. <laughs> that just leaves this guy. Ugh, the rest of us are stuck. Er, I mean, uh, happily married and stuff. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. No, it's gonna be fun, dude. It's gonna be fun to enjoy it. The week's gonna go super quickly, brother. Yeah, Week's gonna go super quickly, and uh, just uh, the best thing I can tell you is just try to enjoy all the moments. Because um, there's a lot in between photographers, family, friends, the ceremony, the this thing, the that thing. You be running around a ton, dude. So try to try to enjoy it. And uh, one thing that somebody told me, I'm gonna tell you the same thing, man. Take a moment, like after the ceremony, like after you guys exchange vows, all that kind of stuff. Uh, take a moment and turn around and just look at everybody. Just look at everybody and just absorb it. Just take a moment when you're walking off. Just take a moment, man. Uh, you don't have to run away. You don't have to like you know uh, hop step out of there, dude. You know, gra- have her hand. You know, all that stuff. Just turn around and look at everyone and just enjoy it, dude. Take a pause and just try to, like, absorb the ceremony and the moment and being married and everybody that's there to celebrate with you at, you know what I mean? Because this is the pagoda is where you guys are doing it. So just, you know, take a moment and and just just soak it in, dude. Just soak it in. I know that sounds kind of silly, but do it. People told me the same thing, and I'm that. I'm sharing that with you too because a lot a lot it, it a lot will start happening really quickly. Fast. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, I can't can't wait to see all you fuckers, and I can't wait to see everybody, and uh, it's it's gonna be a fantastic time, and I will definitely get myself nice and healed up so I can uh, Good. fully enjoy it. Good. And uh, yeah, I can't wait. I like it. Oh, and make sure someone gets you your food, dude. You're not <clears throat> yes. gonna get a chance to sit down right away. No, not probably I'm, not. I'm so excited for that food, so I'll definitely make sure of that. I told everyone, y'all, make sure you bring a nice, hearty appetite uh, to enjoy it as well. Oh, that's you're gonna say, bring a flask. No, you're welcome. Well, that, well, that that really to do that. Okay, good. More than enough to be enjoyed there, but if you well, then we will. That. That's done. That's done. All right, Mark. Last countdown right, for you, brother. <laughs> All right, brother. Enjoy All the right, rest. Of you. Enjoy your weekend, man. Heal up, get some sleep, and uh, we'll see you next week, man. Yeah, bro. Absolutely. We'll talk to y'all. All right, man. <laughs> As if on cue, dude. That's out of here. <laughs> All right, brother. You have a great night, man. See you, Good night, bro. See you next week. All right. I tell you what, man, we're the Sports Brew. You can catch us all over the place, man. Keyword Sports and Brew, whether it's LiveSportsCaster.com or iTunes or Google Play or whatever. Uh, you know the deal. You know the drill. And you know we love uh, the drinks and the good times and the stupidity. God bless. We have plenty of stupidity. I don't know if there's going to be a segment, too. We'll talk about that. There may be. If there's not, oh, well. <laughs> and if there is, cool. <laughs> we'll see you on the flip side. We'll be right back. And, uh, yeah, that's right. Yes, sir. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. We did have to say goodnight to D-Stat, who needs to get uh, his recovery mode on. 
uh, this week for uh, you know wedding and his uh, you know groom duties the night of. He's got to rest up, man. So that's okay. We've got some other stuff we wanted to touch on before we wrap up for the night. However, a little bit of NFL chitter chatter, some uh, college football, and then we'll just do some news roundup and try to have a little bit of fun. I don't know that we can top segment one, gentlemen. I think that. <laughs> That we've we may have set the bar really high <laughs> for us the rest of the night, uh, but that's okay. We try to have a little bit of fun with it. So uh, anyway, let's go ahead and uh, pound on a couple of things. Uh, number one, I'm still a huge proponent, by the way, of uh, the Raiders moving to Las Vegas. I oh, think yeah. that I think it would be such a great fit. Um, look, I know they have world class facilities for the football and the baseball teams out there in Oakland, uh, but <laughs> let's be realistic. The Raiders moving to Vegas, I just think would be so great. I think that would be so it's great. A win, yeah, dude. And um, you know, look, man, if the NFL is flirting with trying to get a team in Europe, er, dude, can, how about we stick a team in Vegas, bro? Uh, I think that would be fantastic. Uh, the Nevada Assembly voted to spend a whole bunch of money to help build a new stadium um, out there. That's I think seven hundred fifty million dollars. Uh, was part of it, and I think the whole stadium budget is like 1.9 billion. It's pretty, it's pretty ridiculous. But I'd be totally down with the Raiders moving to Vegas. I think it would be fun. Las Vegas, the Sin City Raiders. I mean, it has a nice ring to it. Absolutely. Uh, I think that would be really cool. I do hope, however, that Mark Davis, if he ends up in Vegas, somebody, for the love of Christ, can somebody give that man a better haircut? <laughs> I don't think that's, <laughs> I don't think that's asking too much, right? I really don't. Uh, and I don't know how the rest of the league is going to feel about it, but uh, look, dude, the, the NFL isn't totally in bed with like FanDuel and all this other crap, and there's all kinds of weird shenanigans. Uh, don't tell me the NFL doesn't, uh, it, you know, on on one hand, doesn't you know see a lot of action from betters and betting and degenerates and all that kind of stuff. I'm not that scared of it. And quite frankly, if you've got you know all the stuff in Atlanta, like if you're going to argue against Vegas, are you just going to give a pass to Atlantic City? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think it's a hollow argument at the end of the day. So um, I, I would love to see the Raiders in Vegas. Uh, I know that would be a, a little bit of a maybe a historical stick to L.A. and uh, to Oakland and all that. I mean, I know that that part's tough. But, you know, if, if you don't have the right kind of, you know, support uh, to build facilities, then, you know, you leverage it. And I think uh, I think that would be a... a I don't know. I'd like the outcome, man. I'm not saying it's perfect. Uh, anytime a team moves, you always have some broken hearts along the way. Uh, but I, I, I like the fit. You know, given the, the bigger context and everything that's going on, I like the fit. And again, Sin City Raiders, dude. That sounds so good. Oh, yeah. That sounds so, so, so good. So, well, let's dance around some of the NFL and a little bit of college football. So I guess uh, realistically, number one, we got to give some dap to the Minnesota Vikings, man. The only uh, five and zero team in football, number one in scoring defense, sacks, takeaways, yards per play, and opponents' passing percentage. Sam Bradford, by the way, completing seventy percent of his passes, six touchdowns, and no interceptions. So Vikings look very legitimate. I'm not, you know, I'm not that I'm saying they're going to run the table. I don't, I don't think their offense is good enough for that. No. Uh, and somebody in that division is going to pill for a victory from them. But damn good defense and v- super resilient team. Uh, and I still love the fit of Bradford out there for them. I think that's really good. So I'm curious how they how it shakes out for them over the course of the season. Uh, I don't know. Realistically, in the NFC, I'm kind of on you know the Vikings train. 
and I think the Seahawks have a bit in the tank. I'm not convinced about the Packers. They worry me a little bit, uh, particularly in offense. Uh, there's some moments where I'm just like, what's happening with Aaron Rodgers? You know what I mean? Uh, so I'm not totally sold on them. They're good. Uh, but if Dallas goes up and, and beats them in Green Bay, I think that's going to be a pretty big, uh, a pretty big statement. Uh, obviously, that kind of plays into the whole idea of do the Cowboys go Dak or do they go Romo? And we need to talk about that as well. So realistically, guys, I'll tell you what, uh, give you a chance on your teams. Uh, Shannon with the – obviously, I got to talk about the Redskins and the, and the Ravens in that game. But uh, And then looking forward to the Redskins and the Eagles, which is going to be huge. You know, Shannon – Obviously, uh, kudos to the Colts for pulling out that win uh, despite giving up over 500 yards of offense to the Bears. I mean, really, guys? Nice D. <laughs> Hopefully, Mark gives a better D this weekend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm t- yeah, just being a realist here. But uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad they managed to pull that off. But uh, that, that's tough sled, man. It's, it's, it's really a lot to ask a team to keep winning if, they're, if their defense is giving up that kind of yardage. Uh, to another team, you know, game finishes 29-23, and Brandon freaking Hoyer was lighting it up, dude. 397 yards, two touchdowns, and uh, Jordan Howard, by the way, for the Bears, 16 rush, 118 yards. Um, And before I forget, Shannon, we have to give a little dap to Frank Gore. Oh, yeah. Passing Jim Brown for ninth place on the all-time rush yards list. Now, this is actually kind of a neat thing, because Randy being a 49ers fan, obviously you've got some love for Gore, and then uh, Shannon being a Colts fan. I uh, guess to enjoy a little bit of Frank Gore on the back end. Now, granted, it's the back end of his career. He's not what he was, but uh, still very much a capable player and with the occasional highlight uh, kind of thing going on. But realistically, Shannon, the evolution of the season for the Colts, I don't know how much you know satisfaction you take from that win, but at the end of the day, a win's a win. A win's so. a win. <laughs> and, you know, the scary part is, is that um, if they win Sunday night in Houston – they're in first place at three and three. Yeah. As crappy as that team has looked, <laughs> they could literally, if they get a win on Sunday night, they are tied for first place in the AFC least. I mean, South. Yeah. That, I don't know how much, I don't know how much it, it's it really just, saying at this point, but it, it just blows my mind. Dude. Yeah. I, you know, Andrew Luck just, you know, taking all those hits he took on, he got sacked five times on Sunday. By the freaking Bears. And the Bears' defense just isn't that good. And the Colts' defense giving up 500 yards mm-hmm. to that juggernaut. The, the juggernaut. Bears. The Brandon Hoyer-led juggernaut. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Nobody stops Brandon Hoyer. They can only hope to contain him. That's right. That's right. But he he was uh, he was all money in uh, Houston, man. Oh, we called him Brandon's Brian Hoyer. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like, wait say, a second. That, I was like, I was like, that name's not quite right. That's all right. He can be Ron. What we, it was the Redskins quarterback. It was Ron uh, Beckman. Ron Beckman. So he can be Ron Beckman Hoyer. There you go. You know? That works. Yeah, there it is. Whatever. <laughs> Hoyer. Hoyer. Exactly, Whitfield. <laughs> anyway. I, I'm not going to lie, Shannon. I, I did pick the Colts to win that game, but I did pick I up Brian Hoyer for the matchup in fantasy. In did you pick up Hoyer? Yeah, I played oh him. Oh, my that. God. I played him. Wow. That's a bold move, Cotton. Yes, it is. <laughs> and it paid off. And congratulations. <laughs> great job, Randy. <laughs> Does he look like a bitch? Does he look like a Brandon? I, I tell you what, Does he man. look like a Brandon? Does he look like a bitch? You should double down and pick up Brock Osweiler this weekend oh and my play Lord. him against the Colts. 
my God. Hey, well, look, man, I, I, you know what? Matchup playing fantasy football is legit. I mean, I'm, I'm going with the Titans versus the, uh, the Browns. Sometimes you got to do it. Yeah, very true. It's like Mark Grace and the Slump Buster. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, side note, uh, Brock Osweiler was the NFL's worst player in week five, according to this article, for For the Win. I love that. Good job, good effort, Brock. Yeah. <laughs> in the 31-13 loss, Osweiler was 19 of 42 for 184 yards and one garbage time touchdown. Got to like that. That's pretty sweet. Way to go, buddy. Brock Osweiler. I did like this one, though. Jimmy Fallon awarded Brock Osweiler the most likely to extend his neck like E.T. when he senses danger. Superlatives. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. I thought that was great. That's funny. And then I looked at a picture of him like, hell yeah. Yep. That's legit. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't. I don't think I'd gamble. It was against the Vikings, but still, I don't think I'd gamble. No, I don't think I'd gamble on Brock Osweiler this year. I, th- I think that's. No, a, I think that's a bad play. <laughs> I think that's a bad play, man. Where's Arnold? Where's Arnold? Yeah. There you go. Just doing my job. Yeah, kinda. Shannon's on the soundboard again. Uh oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bullshit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is what he really wants. You idiot! There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's is that what you were looking for? No, I was looking for no deal. No deal. You son of a bitch! Well, I've got news for you. You are mine now. You belong to me. <laughs> yeah, no deals right here. No deal. There it is. I, Houston might be s- wishing they had said that at some no point. No deal. Back. <laughs> Come on. So Arnold's don't feelings on me. the Texans is no deal. No deal. Wrong. I th- yeah, I think there's. I think there's legit concern. <laughs> There's legit concern uh, yeah. for Brock Osweiler in the Houston Texans. And John Elway sitting back going, well, our offense stinks, but at least we didn't pay that yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. At least we didn't overpay to suck. No, I, I you know, uh, obviously tough sledding for the Broncos the past couple of weeks. There's some people have made the argument that the Falcons kind of helped, you know, show the blueprint for how to, you know, uh, put one up on over on the Broncos defense. But, you know, I, I don't I don't know that how much – how legit that is when they're obviously you know with the Falcons it was Paxton Lynch that's a lot to ask uh I'm not sure if Simeon's right uh at this point but as much as I love the Broncos defense they're obviously going to be in for tough sledding at some point over the course of the season uh depending on the offensive production you know I mean that's just realistic dude so uh I'm not sure how good Atlanta is by the way they've obviously done a cut some nice things so far this year um, the Bron- that's a quality win over the Broncos, uh, but it, you know with Atlanta, I got to see him do it late season, and I got to see him. You know, if you're going to get to the playoffs, you got to prove it to me in the playoffs, dude. Yeah, they started off great last year as well, and then they just dropped the gas can on them and just blew up. Yeah, so, so I, we'll see how they rebound in the second half of this year. I'm just I'm just worried that they're going to El Foldo at some point in the back half of the year. Well, if they have Carolina in the back half of the year, they'll be okay. Yeah, well. Just Car- throw the ball to Julio. Yeah, maybe. I know. Carolina's secondary is so bad right now. So bad. So bad right now. How bad are they? Zero <laughs> 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 For Atlanta, we'll find out the next two to three games because they got to face the Seahawks in Seattle this weekend, and then they get Huge the Packers. Game. In the Packers in a couple weeks. Yeah, and I, so. I'm still not I'm still not sure what to make of Green Bay 
Uh, I think they're good. I just don't, you know what I mean? I don't know that they're very good. I think I'm a little bit worried they might just be good enough in that division. And, you know, eh, I don't know, man. I, I, it's like one of those things. Man. Every time I watch a game, I'm like, Rodgers, man, what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, dude? <laughs> you know, he's he's got some moments where I'm like, I just don't get it. But I, I don't know. It's still pretty early in the season. You know, we can always talk about like contenders, fraud. You know, contenders, pretenders, and frauds—that kind of deal. Uh, Atlanta, I'm worried might be a fraud. Um, Green Bay, I'm I'm a little bit worried might be a fraud. Um, but you know, we'll see, we'll see. So anyway, it, I will say this: I don't know if Carolina's secondary is as bad as the Jets' secondary. <laughs> uh, Steelers, by the way, lit lit up the Jets, thirty-one uh, thirteen. It doesn't necessarily sound as bad as it is, but understand this. Uh, quarterbacks versus the Jets this season, right under seventy-two percent for a completion percentage. The Jets are giving up almost three hundred twenty yards, uh, three hundred twenty pass yards, pass yards per game. They've given up twelve pass touchdowns. Two, they, they've gotten two picks. Yay! Good job, get out. And they've there. given up five touchdown passes of forty-plus yards. All right, that's not so good, guys. Uh, the Jets have also been outscored eighty-two to thirty-three during their three-game losing streak. So tough sledding. Obviously, the the Steelers I think are going to be in the mix with the AFC at the back end of the year. I re- I don't know, man. My expectation is, is really Steelers Patriots. Um, we'll see if that ends up being the case. But Brady and Roethlisberger, but, yeah, one of those two. I just have been to the last however many Super Bowls for the AFC. Yeah, I I just think that's what it's going to end up being, man. I'm going to be so surprised if it's not the two, those two guys. I mean, you know, kudos to the Ravens, obviously, but. I think we trampled all over your walk-off thoughts with the Colts, Shannon. You, you want to wrap up any thoughts with the Colts? Uh, well, I guess the only bright spots are T.Y. Hilton and Andrew Luck. T.Y. 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 Ten for a buck seventy-one and a touchdown. Oh, great game for him. Yeah, a late touchdown too to put him ahead for good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just seems whenever the Colts get behind in the fourth quarter, Luck will just hit T.Y. for you know a big play to win that game. Right. Can't always depend on that. I just I wish they no. Would. Well, better defenses are going to work do their best to I you know I mean take away T.Y. and make them do us some other stuff to beat them. Yeah, but thing is, you got to be able to cover them. And oh, of course, easier said than done, right? Exactly. But the, but the better defenses. Yeah, like you know. like a, if you get a Denver secondary versus right. Ty, I mean right. you could already see what they can do. Right. To them. So I mean that's just how that's going to be. You know the Colts. I don't know six ten seven and nine eight and eight somewhere in that range. That's probably where they'll end up. Um, I would, like I say I wish we could get a, a higher pick, <laughs> and I'm not talking about one of the guys that smokes weed. <laughs> you might still be able to trade for Tunsil. You never know. Hey, you never know. <laughs> Still, like maybe the greatest creation of smoking weed ever. <laughs> no, that was that was phenomenal. That yeah, was that phenomenal. Was awesome. Oh, look, man! I, you know, I tell you, man. Um, you know, looking back to the, you know, kind of the the week that was in week five. Um, you know, Patriots beating the Browns. That doesn't surprise anybody. Um, Colts, Bears. Eh, that that's a couple of teams that have some issues. Um, I will say, I was a little bit surprised at how uh, how the Lions showed up. I, I really expected Philadelphia to to beat Detroit. They were actually my survivor, uh, my death pool pick. So thanks for effing me and killing me off. Of course, it's the Eagles that totally do. Excuse me, totally do me in. Fly that, Eagles, yeah, fly. fail Eagles, fail. Thanks, assholes. <laughs> um, but I, I know there were some inconsistencies with some of the calls in that game, uh, which is a fair you know point. But 
you know, the Eagles are still three and one. Obviously, a big game coming up with the Redskins this uh, this weekend. Uh, I'm still a buyer uh, when it comes to Carson Wentz. Yeah, he threw his first pick in that game, but it's it's at the end. It was desperation time, so you know, I don't really sweat those kind of things. But yeah, good job to the Lions, who I was about ready to write off for dead. Um, so th- that was that's a good win for them. I'm not sure what else they do. Titans Dolphins, that's one of those DGAF kind of games. What? Hold on, we actually have a call on the air. Uh oh. From uh, sir, what's your name? Peter? You idiot! Oh, <laughs> that's Arnold. I think this this is Peter. Oh. Oh my God! Who the hell cares? That sounds about right. Thank you, sir. That sounds about right. Yeah, Titans Dolphins. Uh, we already where did Vikings Texans? You know, Jet Steelers. Uh, and I do want to give, uh, you know, again, big, big props and, and, and dap and kudos to the Falcons for uh, sticking to Broncos. I, that That's one I didn't see coming. And for the Broncos to follow up that game, I know it's a short week, uh, but to go and just to get hammered by San Diego, I don't think the score really tells you how effective San Diego was in that game. Uh, they really did a number on uh, Denver. So uh, a two-week thing. I'm not going to write Denver off. That defense is – look, the defense is legitimate. I'm just surprised at how well Atlanta tore them up uh, with the running backs. Uh, Freeman had a good game. Coleman, obviously. And, look, I've got Coleman in both of the fantasy leagues. I thought he was a, like a sneaky value pick, and he has been. But I didn't want to play Coleman in Denver with that whole sickle cell anemia thing going on. And, of course, that dude blows up, dude. Four receptions, 132 yards, and a touchdown. I was like, really? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. That's why I lost to Randy's wife, because I didn't play Coleman. <laughs> By point three. <laughs> By point three five. I can't believe it, that's not a, like a tie in the realm of the football, but, yeah. That's right. She needed the victory. I'm glad I could donate to the cause. You're welcome. Thanks, Penny. Just don't donate to Matt, and we're good. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, well, well, you know, Chen and I were joking around about the Keeper League, and uh, we think it's really just the uh, Whitfield Keeps on Losing League. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize losses were one of the keepers. <laughs> you know what I mean? L's. He's keeping L's all year long. It's terrible. Mm. Let me tell you another game that really surprised me. Bengals-Cowboys. Yeah. Dude. Dude, didn't see dude. that one coming. And th- this is nothing against, like, you know, I think the Cowboys are playing good football, man, like for real. But this is more about my surprise at how the Bengals played. Like, I figured the Cowboys would be solid. I mean, obviously, Ezekiel Elliott is doing a hell of a job. That offensive line is good. Elliott's been far better. You know, I think people figured, oh, okay, he's going to be good. But, I mean, Elliott's been a beast, dude. He had 134 yards, two touchdowns. Dak Prescott's been absolutely incredible. Uh, in relief for Tony Romo. Just phenomenal. Not turning the ball over, uh, making smart football plays. That team is overachieving right now. As far as the Bengals, dude, what WTF, guys? Seriously? Yeah, they were down 28 nothing in the third, dude. 28 to bagel, to donut, 0.0. Y'all suck. Freaking Cincinnati. Come on, man. I we were past the Bungles, guys. Yeah, like, I really did. That was awful. That that game really, really, really surprised me. Yeah, I mean, the Bengals got some scores late to make the score at least semi-respectable, but the Cowboys whooped their ass. Bengals looked terrible. Super disappointed them in, in them in that one. Uh, also, some kudos to the Buffalo Bills, who've uh, gone on a three-game winning streak, much like the Washington Redskins. Yep. So I'd about written them off. I didn't think firing the OC would amount to much, but I guess, I don't know, it made some bit of a difference. The defense has turned it around a little bit. Uh, not that I think the Rams are great, but still, I mean, you know, it's a good win. It's a solid win. Uh, LaShawn McCoy had a huge day. 
and uh, the Bills look like they got some some more fight in them. So kudos to them. We talked a little bit about the Chargers. Uh, side note, by the way, when the Chargers lost to the Raiders, thirty-four to thirty-one. You know, I was sitting there, and it's just like that was a team that was like it's like they were inventing different ways to lose, right? Like for real. Uh, and before the Thursday night game against Denver, I had no faith in San Diego winning this, but there was a stat floating around, and I wrote it down because I thought it was crazy. San Diego is the first team in NFL history to start one and four and average over thirty points a game. Damn. Damn. You know, there's not a lot of things that you could do at this point in the NFL that make you the first team in NFL history <laughs> to do something. You know, what I mean? it either has to be really good or really bad. <laughs> That's it. And the Chargers were that. They found a way to be that bad. Okay. To be the first team in NFL history to, to do that. That's an amazing accomplishment. Not the accomplishment you want, but it's amazing for the wrong reasons, right? And I just had no faith. I was waiting for that team to kind of implode. So, uh, you know, kudos to them for showing up, having that amount of fight in them. I don't know if Denver just, you know, there's stuff going on with Gary Kubiak. I, you know, I get all that. Um, and maybe that, that plays into this a little bit because, uh, you know, obviously he's somebody that's going to be a play caller for them, help them out on the sidelines. Um, not having him there. I just, I don't know. Maybe I read too much into it and I gave uh, Denver too much credit, but uh, pretty disappointed with that. Uh, but kudos to San Diego, man. That was a game they had to have, and they went out and they did it. Uh, obviously, Packers-Giants didn't think it was a pretty game. Kind of ugly, kind of choppy, kind of sloppy. A couple of decent moments. Uh, Packers ended up pulling that off. And, dear God, Bucks panthers was awful. Um, I tried to watch that game. I ended up just falling asleep on a sofa because it sucked so much ass. That was, <laughs> that was a whole big bunch of BSE right there, dude. Uh, obviously, if we go full rewind, you got the Cardinals uh, shellac and the uh, 49ers uh, that prior Thursday. But let's look at it this way. Uh, as far as NFL Week 5, um, what did you learn from Week 5 in the NFL, Randy? Well, obviously, one of the bigger ones is we've been saying it past few weeks now that Minnesota's obviously legit. That yep. defense is is playing out of its mind. And, I, and honestly, Given no AP, I'm really impressed with just how many points that team is scoring overall. Let's see. We'll go to San Diego with going. I'm going to tell you what. They almost gave that game away. They last tried. Night. They tried. The, the thing, the <laughs> it is San that, Diego. They the tried. Fact that Denver got the onside kick. <laughs> I know. And I was just like, oh, here we go again. Man, I guess Philip Rivers is right. They are the bad news bears of the NFL. Dude, that Good was one of my Lord. that was one of my favorite sound bites of the week, man. That was like really <laughs> hilarious. I'm like, thank, but you know, like the guy had to feel that way. He had to legitimately feel that way. It's like how many more ways? Like they, they again, they just manufacture ways to lose, man. I don't know that I have that sound bite. I have an article about it. You know, Daily Snark had one. He was caught on camera saying we're the bad news bears. I don't think they have audio. This article does not, but. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> but hey, more importantly, <laughs> Justin. Yeah. The San Diego Chargers were able to shake off. Oh, you wanted the music like right there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> they I were able just... to shake off that one and four start and beat the world champion Broncos on Thursday night football. I mean, do you think Mark's going to be able to shake it off Saturday night after the reception and all that? 
<laughs> is he going to? I mean, like, Taylor Swift is inviting him to woo woo woo, right? Like, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey. That's, that's up to D step, man. Yep. You know? <laughs> the man with the plan. As long as nobody ends up with flesh eating screw worms, oh we're, gonna, we're oh, gonna be good. Lord, no, no, no. <laughs> By the way, yeah, they no, no what? No, no, <laughs> nope. Just say These no. are ugly. Nancy Reagan is back. Just say no. Just say no. Oh my God. Goodness yeah, it, it, this was the headline on uh, PBS NewsHour: Flesh eating screw worms return to the United States. That name alone sounds absolutely disgustingly awful. Flesh eating screw worms. Sounds atrocious. So anyway, uh, you know, Florida residents are now facing the country's first local infestation of local, excuse me, local infestation of flesh-eating screw worms in 30 years. Down in the Florida Keys, man, it's a parasite that lives inside open wounds. Yeah, buddy. The New World Screw Worm. Sounds awful. They have a blow-up picture of this thing, and it's like a worm with freaking Thanks, dude. dude. It's like the worm version of Ken Bone. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ken Bone getting offered a whole bunch of money to do some porn or something? Yeah, he was offered six figures to do a porn video. Six figures, yeah. Well, not, I, I, now I'm not talking about six figures. I'm talking about dollars. <laughs> Six-figure dollars. Six-figure dollars. Not six at a time. Hey, man, I tell you what, man, in, in Sports Brew approved stuff, we're going to talk about K-Bone. Um, <laughs> really? That dude? Uh, we might as well throw this out there, too, just for good measure. Uh, it's a product, and you know maybe we should give this to all the women in our lives. It's called the Guzzle Buddy, and it turns wine bottles into wine glasses so you oh, can you sip go. without shame. There I think I think that whoever invented that clearly has kids. Number one, yes. And uh, <laughs> wait, where's Arnold? Where's Arnold? What you want? You want Arnold? Yes. Holy cow! There you go. Yes. There it is. If they have kids, they invented it. Yes. Did mm-hmm. they, Arnold? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sh- Shannon's all over that man. I'm just doing my job. You idiot. There you go. Thank you, Arnold. But it's called the Guzzle Buddy, man. And for it looks like a wine stopper, but it just goes into the top of the bottle and it's just huge, obviously, glass. So you can feel like a semi less of a lush. I seriously may just buy his and hers. I think you should, man. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Get, send me that. Send the article in the chat. All right. I will, the Guzzle Buddy. The Guzzle Buddy. By the way, one of my friends, uh, this is super random. One of my friends from high school is uh, a teacher, and one of his students sent him a, a glitter bomb from runedays.com. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. I thought that was really funny. I so, saw it. I saw it in my Facebook news feed. I'm like, you gotta be kidding. The high school kids are listening to the sports brew. Apparently so. Phenomenal. But I was dying. One of his students, like for real, sent him a glitter bomb. I mean, how great is that? Hilarious. Anywho, priceless. Priceless is one way to go. My goodness. Okay, I tell you what, man. L- let's look at it this way. We talked a little bit about baseball. We're talking a little bit about football. We have obviously have to talk a little bit about college football, and then we're going to shut this thing down and, and get out of here. But uh, realistically, a couple of things that are legitimate questions. Okay. Uh, number one, let's talk about contenders, pretenders, and frauds. And number two, uh, let's look at this whole thing with uh, Tony Romo and Dak Prescott. Because, again, I think when a team is winning, I understand the whole idea about 
starters don't lose their jobs due to injury. I understand all that. Um, but at what point do you say things are going so well you do not mess with it? Uh, and again, huge respect and, and dap to Dak Prescott. Uh, phenomenal job. Uh, Elliot obviously doing fantastically well. The defense is overachieved. I think the team is overachieving. I don't know that you want to you want to mess with that chemistry. I think it's a very, very, very dangerous thing to do. That being said, realistically, at what point do you say Romo's our guy, and when he's healthy, we got to go to him? Look, his current target is week eight or week nine. And this weekend's going to be huge because if, if the Cowboys were on the Green Bay with Dak and they beat Green Bay in Green Bay, that's a high, high – again, I, I think Green Bay has some issues, but that's a high-quality win right there. Rookie quarterback in that environment this time of year. Against a decent defense. Against a decent defense. I think that's big-time legit. I, I think you just – you – it's kind of like a heater in Vegas. You just roll with it until it just kind of fizzles out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is me. I would just, if you've got it rolling, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. If it ain't Dak, <laughs> don't change it. Just roll with Dak until, like, he just kind of starts making some of them mistakes. And then you can bring Tony in. And obvi- honestly, it gives Tony a little extra time. To heal up. Of course it does. And of course it does. I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. Even if you were to bring Tony in like mid-November, maybe even December, like if Dak starts hitting that wall. Because college ends, you know, in, in November. And then once you get into December, you see a lot of the rookies to start yeah. kind of going, oh, man, this, this is a real long season compared to what I'm used to. Sure. And maybe he starts hitting that wall and then Tony's like, all right, let, let me take over for like these last, I don't know, anywhere between four to six games. Okay. Dak got us to a decent record and hand it over to Tony and see how far you can go. Now, the main thing, Jason Garrett is when Tony takes the reins, continue running the ball as much as you do now <laughs> with Dak Prescott. Yeah, right. Because let me tell you something, man. You want to preserve Romo. You want, you want to be able to use play action. Sure. But if you're slinging it around 30-plus times, mm-hmm. you're not doing Romo any favors. Randy, what do you think? I mean, at this point, one of the one of the best things for, uh, for Dak Prescott at this point is the fact that when he was in college, he, he learned a pro system while he was in college. This is one of the reasons why he has come over and been able to do as well as he has. I think with Romo, at least you have the experience, especially come playoff time. Sure. But still, you got to figure, it's not like Dak was in a, you know, a, some crappy you know division in in college he actually he's in the he was in the sec he had to face bama i mean he had to face some of the bigger schools so it's not like he's not accustomed to that type of pressure so i really think that right now and the thing is a lot of people aren't even talking about it but he's doing it without des bryant the the biggest their biggest weapon at this Mm -hmm. point yeah so i mean you get des back come on man come on was it butler dude hall of famer right there I mean, T. Will, this, man, Beasley. come on, Cole Beasley, baby. I mean, at this point, <laughs> you go with the hot hand. I mean, he's doing great. He hasn't thrown a pick yet. Yeah, he had his first turnover as he fumbled on a sack 
you know, this past weekend. But at this point, if he goes and he actually can, keeps that poise under pressure against a defense like Green Bay, especially that blitz, I don't see why you don't let him just keep playing until, yeah, like like Shannon says, he hits that wall. Well, here's the thing that's funny about that, right? So if if he does kind of hit the wall, whether that's a fatigue thing or whether teams kind of sort him out, figure him out for a little bit, or maybe he just runs out a little bit of a gas, you know, a little, little bit of gas. Uh, Romo, let's be honest, man. What's the likelihood that Romo's going to come in and stay healthy the rest of the year? Probably not so great. <laughs> I think if I remember correctly, three out of the last five games he's played and he's broken a bone. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's that. I mean, that's a weird thing to say, but I mean, it, it it's kind of crazy. So, if Romo comes back in, the determination, the issue is really the timing. It's when. Right, so maybe you wait till the team struggles. Maybe you wait till oh, all right, Dak's having a bad game, and some people might say, "Well, you don't want to mess with the rookie's confidence, all that kind of stuff." I think Dak has a great head on his shoulders, and I don't believe, I don't believe that would adversely impact him. Um, he was a fifth round pick, so his feelings yeah. I don't think are going to be hurt. No, I and, and when I've listened to him talk about it. He seems to understand contextually that this is still Romo's team, right? Not that he's just a placeholder or keeping a seat warm. I don't think that's the right way to look at it. I think Romo's injury pressed him into action. He's done what he's needed to do. And like this that's the team he grew up idolizing, if so I remember correctly. He's pulling a Bill Belichick. He's just doing he's his doing job. yeah, I think Dak Prescott, when you listen to that guy talk, he sounds like a team guy. Yeah. He sounds like a team guy that understands this is his role and he's not going to take offense and he's not going to be butthurt alert if Romo gets it. I just don't think he will be. But I do think it's fair to say, okay, if the team is playing above their heads and playing you know, uh, really well, do you want to mess with that? And that's a different issue. And I think part of it now is less about do you think they can play well with Romo? It's do you ride this out until there are struggles? Maybe then you switch to Romo, get what you can out of him, um, with the understanding that in all likelihood he's probably going to get hurt again. And then you give Dak a little bit of a breather. Um, you can see what else the offense can do. Uh, I mean, look, realistically, if they're going to be able to run the ball like that the, with that offensive line, uh, you're going to be able to do a lot of things. They're going to be able to get some traction, win some games, and they're going to be in the mix late season. Mm -hmm. I did think it was funny because it, you know, it's like, well, of course, uh, Roger Staubach was talking about Dak Romo, and his basic sentiment was, "You're winning, don't change." You know, he obviously talked about Tony being a fantastic football player. Uh, this is a story with the Dallas Morning News, and he was talking about an injury that he had. He said, "Quote." We won the Super Bowl in 1971, and I separated my shoulder in the exhibition season of 72. And Craig Morton was the quarterback and took over. And when I came back healthy, probably eight or nine games later, and that was a 14-game schedule, Craig was winning. We were winning as a team. I understood it. The momentum was there, and you don't want to mess around with the quarterback position. And Craig was playing very well. I didn't really play very much until the playoff game against the 49ers that year, and I understood stood it all right then the season he's referencing he came off the bench to replace morton with the cowboys trailing 28 to 13 and he ended up leading the cowboys to uh three fourths uh fourth quarter scores and it ended up being a come from behind victory 
So basically, the, the idea here is that he was a team player, and then when the Cowboys really needed him, he was ready to go. So his sentiment is that the Cowboys shouldn't obviously go to Romo until they legitimately need to turn to him. And I think that's a reasonable position. All right, I did think it was funny, by the way, Brett Favre chiming in on it. That was great because you know Brett Favre wouldn't have given his job to anybody. Nope. <laughs> no. Much like Peyton Manning. <laughs> oh, what? Somebody else needs some reps? F them. <laughs> Curtis Painter, who gives a crap? Sit on the bench. Dude, I'm taking every practice rep, game rep. I'm throwing every ball. I'm making cupcakes. I'm selling pizza. You can piss off. He, he nobody got, else Nobody else is even touching a football here with the Colts. <laughs> he, he mistook Curtis Painter for Curtis the Painter. That's right. That's right. Go paint some lines on the field, Curtis. You have nothing else to do. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, it's funny, right? Favre talking about that. Favre wouldn't have given up his job for anything. Nope. Not even Jen Sturger. No. No, flick my bick. Sturger, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brett. Bro. Brett Favre, master of sexting. Anyway. But, you know, contextually, I, I you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm not a Romo hater, okay? I'm not a Romo hater. And he's easy to pile on because of some of the things that have happened. And I certainly know some Cowboys fans that have, you know, bitched and moaned a bit about Romo. But, you know, decent guy. He's got a lot of statistics, has a lot of numbers, doesn't have rings. That's obviously going to be held against him until and unless uh, he wins a Super Bowl. But, you know, uh, those are the breaks. As an NFL quarterback, that's one of the big measuring sticks. You don't think Dan Marino's tired of hearing about Super Bowls? <laughs> he doesn't have one. What are you going to do? He doesn't have a ring. He didn't win one. Them's the breaks. You know okay. who's going to play? The person that gives Jerry Jones. I want me some glory. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Shannon, Shannon, Shannon's like trying to drive the mouse, but here you go. There you go. <laughs> Knock it out. <laughs> Try it. Take two. Take brew. Yeah. Jerry Jones is only going to play the quarterback that gets uh, him. I want me some glory. You like that? You like Hell yeah, That's we right. like that. That is right. So I'm of the mindset that I, I think – you stay with Dak for right now while the team is playing this well. There's going to be an opportunity where there's a struggle or there's a there's a problem, and then I think Romo can come back in. But you're going to give Romo the benefit of a few different things. A, extra time to heal. Uh, reps, practice, healing, all of those things are going to be there. I don't think he should lose his job per se. But I do think riding the hot hand, I think, is a fair statement. Okay. And there will be a point in time where Dak is probably going to struggle in the course of the season. And uh, particularly when you talk about like rookie quarterbacks and these, these guys that are, don't have a ton of game experience, they tend to struggle in the playoffs. However, if I remember correctly, Dak has the opportunity to, to pry a record away from Tom Brady. I think he needs eight passes without a pick, and he'll get like the record for most passes by a rookie or whatever without having without without throwing a pick which is a tremendous thing to do so you know what let's what? hope he doesn't have this other oh the bad touch wow look at shannon hunting down the bloodhound gang <laughs> in the song list oh my god it's an interesting pull well it could be worse he could have played that <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Hey, you know what? What? Large and yeah, baby. <laughs> My gosh. Anyway. Well, three of the next four games for Dak are going to be challenges anyway. I mean, obviously, you got 
Packers in Green Bay, and yep. then you get then you yep. get the bye. But then they'll have the Eagles at home. So and the Eagles defense has been pretty solid this decent. year. Decent. Yeah, they've been decent. And they you know, they get the Browns, which, you know, if it's the Browns, we all know about it's that. The and then Browns, the Steelers. Dude. So I mean, in the next four games you get the Packers, the Eagles, and the Steelers. Yeah. So that's a that's a pretty stiff challenge in well, general. If if they can win two of the three, then they're sitting pretty. Hell, even if they only win one of those three, even if they just get the Browns game. Losing to Green Bay is not anything horrible, particularly in Green Bay. And losing to the Steelers, you can't hate on that, but so much. You know, it's like one of those things. There's a lot of opportunity space in the NFC East. I don't think it's a great division. Redskins are decent. They're not great. You know, Eagles, I think, are very good. They're definitely way better than I expected them to be. Way better than I thought the Eagles would be. So that's kudos to Wentz, kudos to Peterson, kudos to them. I thought they were going to suck a big bag of ass. So and and they don't. The Giants are still a little inconsistent. So you know the Cowboys can certainly. There's room there to lay claim to the division if they play well enough. Uh, I don't know that I'm a buyer of that per se, uh, but I do think riding the hot hand and giving Romo some extra time. I I don't think that's a mistake right now. No. So um, I, I again, I'm not a Romo hater. I like to make fun of things that go wrong for him, yeah. but I think he's a better quarterback than most people give him credit for. He is. I do. Just people just, I mean, after, he's easy. after he freaking dropped the freaking winning field goal against Seattle, that dude has just been, I don't know if he got the crying Jordan or the crying Romo or. Did you know that Romo has the fourth highest career completion percentage rate of any quarterback ever? Wow. He's tied with Peyton Manning and, and behind Drew Brees, Kurt Warner, and Chad Chad Pennington. Oh, my God. Well, Chad Pennington was a dink and dunk type of guy. He was always going to nickel was, and dime you to death. Surprised Jason Campbell's not on that list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Check down Charlie. Yeah, what? What? No Trent Dilfer for his year in Baltimore? <laughs> the hell out of my – get out of my face, that isht. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think realistically you look at it and you go, well, Dak Prescott's the future. But, uh, you know, as a as a fan of a team that's had some quarterback switches, sometimes that one year doesn't really tell you what's really going to happen. Looking at you, uh, you know, RG3, nice arm tattoo, bruh. Hope you enjoy your wife suing the hell out of you. Anyway, <laughs> taking your ass to court. It's going to be tough sledding, brother. Anywho. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I ride it out with Dak. He's he's going to be the future. But, I mean, you can't do anything with Romo. This, you can't trade Romo. Not this year. At some point, maybe. But not yet. Who knows? Maybe this is like the Drew Bledsoe-Tom Brady deal. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. If somebody plays that well to force your hand and force that decision, that's a good problem to have as an organization. It sucks for Tony Romo on some level, but... Um, if Dak is, if Dak and the team are playing that well, it's really hard to upset the apple cart. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Really hard. Because then if you do that and the team falters and something goes wrong, you're gonna look back and you're just, you, you know, you're gonna kick yourself. You're gonna kick yourself. Stay on the heater, man. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not gonna hate on that either way. I tell you what, let's shift gears and start wrapping up. We got a couple of things to cover before we get out of here. Um, I do want to give the Redskins a, a little bit of not not a ton of dap, but a little bit of dap for uh, finding a way not to lose that game against the Ravens, which in years past I would go, if they'd find a way to blow that and screw that up. Um, <laughs> they almost so, did. They almost did. So, uh, like, best and worst kind of plays, man. Jamison Crowder, uh, that punt return, baller. 
Um, in the third quarter, however, uh, Kirk Cousins throwing that thrown out of the end zone, dropping it was a hell of an interception by C.J. Mosley. Hell of an interception, but bruh, bruh. Let me tell you what, man. Do not, do not go bowling out of the back of the end zone. <laughs> All right, Dude, look. If the ball's a little loose, just go down, brother. Uh oh. All right. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know what, Shannon, you're right. I did, as a matter of fact, I did say the magic words. You said balls. You're right. But uh, Mosley, I cannot believe that in that sequence of events, that dude picks that ball off. Looks like he's trucking back for a taint. Urgh, pick six. And then freaking rolls that sucker right out of the end zone. Yeah. I think I think Whitfield was in like his, uh, if he had like, I don't know, if he had audio in his helmet, somebody yelling instructions, clearly it was this. <laughs> Good luck since you bought I can't believe that guy rolled, dropped that ball, lost that ball, and it goes out of bounds. What a huge swing for the Redskins. That was like the proverbial from hail, from fail to hail. Oh, yeah. That was great. Um, obviously, the Ravens had some struggles when Steve Smith was knocked out of the Wait, game. What? He did say he rolled, right? Yeah. Are you telling me he Rick rolled? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> he was going to get the touchdown. He said, nah, I'm just going to give it back. Look at Shannon working the soundboard, digging up all kinds of random-ass <laughs> references. C.J. Mosley, way to Rick roll that ball at the end zone. Good job, good effort. Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid idiot. Stupid idiot. <laughs> idiot kicker. <laughs> we need that soundbite from Peyton Manning. Right? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was, it's crazy, though. Crazy, though. So, uh, obviously, uh, look, look, the Ravens, zero points in the final 10 possessions uh, for the Redskins. That's five straight road wins for the first time since 1991, which sounds cr- sounds crazy. You got a crime, baby. Sounds absolutely crazy. Oh, oh my goodness. There is a crime, baby. Yeah. Oh, my. We may have to take a quick pause. We here. might have to take a pause. Here, hold on just a moment. Let me see what's going on. In a moment, bitte. I'll be right back. We did have a crying baby, and it wasn't just Mark. (laughs) 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 Or Whitfield after some, like, random Packers loss, anyway. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm kidding. We actually have audio. I'm kidding. I do have audio. Look at this. Watch this. Wait a second. Wait a second. We have, like, real legit audio here. Well, there's that one. That's not quite what I wanted. Oh, here you go. Here you go. A live look in for (laughs) D-Stat. <laughs> Giant and, and, and the rest of the Giants fans these days. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know who else is crying? University of Houston fans. By the oh, way, Shannon in the Navy, baby. How about go. that, bro? Dude. Holy moly. What a great, great win. Great win. You know, the, they changed up their game plan, what they normally do, and they caught Houston off guard, man. Props to Navy. And, you know, Houston, boy, you talk about a wasted opportunity, bro. Oh, yeah. Just a wasted opportunity for a chance to get into the playoffs and you lose to Navy. Well, year's not done. Year's not done. I mean, that, yeah. that's a tough one, but... But, I mean... They beat Oklahoma, but I, I just don't think with that loss to Navy that's going to get you into a Final Four. I, 
if it were an eighteen playoff, they would have an opportunity. Okay. Um, Fair point. I, I Fair ju- point. I by just, the way, I just think that with the money that's at stake with these bigger conferences and the people trying to you get as much money as me eyeballs mm-hmm. on and, and considering that the the games are played on New Year's Eve which is stupid by the way <laughs> you, know, you know you know who who uh, voted for that uh-oh Whitfield oh my New Year's goodness. Eve games man this, 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 this is the soundbite Shannon meant to play for this segment. Filthy whore. Ra- ratings whores. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I had no idea again. Sorry about that, D. Let me answer that. Holy cow. Man, Shannon was going crazy. I, can't I believe was. You, can't, believe, can't believe you played a filthy whore soundbite in uh, reference to Mark and Megan. <laughs> Mark, you filthy whore. No. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Megan, though. you're an angel. <laughs> oh, there's Matt crying over his fantasy teams again. Uh, the Ofer. He ought to change his name to Ofer. There you go. There you go. I, I think that I think that's a win, dude. If he if he if he eats, that's the only win he's going to be looking at. Uh, if he continues to eat, <laughs> eat more ass than a bad porn. I think totally, oh. totally. Uh-oh. You know what? You know, it, I, think, <laughs> I think that's why. I think that's why Shaquille Chewbacca. O'Neal. You know has what? A question. Shaq. Shaq has a legit. That should be Sha- uh, not Shannon. That should be Whitfield's fantasy team name. Tell me how my ass tastes. Because <laughs> that's all he's eating these days. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> bum 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 bum. Hey yeah. Matt, how was that ass? That's the fact, Jack. <laughs> Frisky are we? Great ass. Oh, Goodness gracious! Did the one tell you that? <laughs> tell me how my ass tastes. Oh no! <laughs> hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I cannot fit one more thing inside of me. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Baby. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Your response, Matt? I'm a man. I'm forty. Wow! 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 You know, if Matt said that, you know the, you know what the, you know, retort would be. Nobody cares. Anyway, anyway, let's wrap up some college oh football. That was great. A couple of college football <laughs> thoughts. Uh, one of my, and, you know, I talked about how much I loved Odell hugging the net, and then, you know, the Browns, uh, you know, play doing the whole Mr. Roboto like touchdown celebration. But I loved the Navy coach, man. Just the sheer look of elation on that dude's face when they finished off that W. Oh man, uh, I, I, that was great. You could see how much that meant to him, how much it meant to that team, how much that meant to those fans. That was phenomenal. Navy's first win versus an AP top 10 team since 1984. Dude, I'm telling you, man. By the way. they the, the people that they can get are so specific. Right. Just to, like, same thing with Army. I mean, the, the academic standards and the, the physical fitness standards that those players have are nothing compared to the major uh, teams in college football. Right. So I mean, you're you're talking like 
top of the top of the top academically and then physically i mean you can't have an old line of 300 pounds because i i think you the most they can go is like 260 maybe that may be the most that they're allowed 262.7 well they don't have a whole bunch of fatties blocking the line yeah i mean you got to be in decent shape obviously because of the physical fitness standards for the military right it's always an unfair advantage but to get a team get a win over a team that was a top 10 team i kudos to dude big kudos and uh Mm -hmm. once again in december kick army's ass (laughs) there you go spoken like a real navy guy there you go there it is semen stains man back in action (laughs) anyway uh college football the other thing that we thought was pretty fantastic this week was uh not the game between michigan and rutgers (laughs) because that game sucked a big bag of ass uh, but Roos Chris, man, they had a promotion offering a discount equal to the differential between Michigan and any opponent. <laughs> well, 78, a 78 to nothing beat down. It's a good thing they capped. They had a pre-existing condition. Oh, thanks, Obama. They had a pre-existing condition <laughs> limiting the discount to 50%. They needed that. Rutgers, what the hell, dude? <laughs> they... Oh, my God. They, they were the anti-Austin uh, Matthews. Oh, my God, man. Back-to-back games, Rutgers has lost by a combined 136 to nothing. What was Way that, to D-Mar? blow, Rutgers. Way to blow. D-Mar, 0.0. That, by the way, is the second most since the NCAA began this classification in 1937. Goodness gracious. All right, that's how bad... That's how much bag that that that's that's a gigantic bag of ass that Rutgers is sucking. That's a no. lot of butt sucking. That's full BSC. I was actually getting ready to say this, and I saw your notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many first downs did Rutgers have in the game? <laughs> Two. 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 What was their record on third down? <laughs> zero for seventeen. Zero point zero. <laughs> I mean, they've got Dude. their own special car. On the BSE at this point. They are the BSE. Dude. That should be their mascot. The Rutgers BSEs. The butt suck express. The, the, yeah, man. The Butkers. <laughs> they are now, <laughs> they are now Butkers. <laughs> I mean, for real? I guess <laughs> Roos Chris had the rump roast for Butkers. <laughs> I mean, they completely bypassed the BHA. There's got to be a new classification. They're putting the ass in bypass, baby. <laughs> Drops of Poopiter. Oh my god. There is not enough Hakuna Matata. Hakuna There's not enough Hakuna Matata. No, there may not have been enough shots for freaking Rutgers oh fans. Oh my god. I think the only person that had a you know was more of a wreck than Welcome Rutgers was probably Todd driving that minivan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Todd. <laughs> that was a low blow. That oh, was a low blow. As he said, kicking him while he's down. Kicking him while he's down. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but happy anniversary, by the way. Yes. I, I like how Todd shared his anniversary post from last year, so everybody thought it was the 15th anniversary when it's really the 16th, 16th. anniversary. Yeah, Facebook screws you sometimes. You're like, oh, look at this memory. That's great. Yeah. Anyway. That's all right. Ro- uh, roll on top. He Rick rolled everybody. <laughs> you 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 did rickle everybody, <laughs> including that bus. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> he Todd rolled it. Hey, Todd rolled. Todd rolled. Todd rolled. Nah, we love you, man. It's all right. That's why we give you so much grief. Yeah, if we didn't like you, we wouldn't even. Speak if you want, you. if you want a reference letter, you let me know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll have to read that one to you later, Randy. <laughs> that was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I totally forgot what I was going to say. It, I, I don't even know. <laughs> no Sorry, if we need to break free from this oh, and move on. Oh, oh, oh. Um, oh, go ahead. Play it. Uh, oh, you want, you, oh, my God. Well, we, we're in wrap-up o'clock, so, yes, we do need to uh, break free. <laughs> I forgot how weird this video was. I know. It's like aliens. So weird. Anyway. All right. So I was listening to Rich Eisen on Monday. I love Rich Eisen, by the way. I do, too. I really Rich Eisen and Dan Patrick. Those two. Th- those two. Did, if, if we could hang out with those two guys, can you imagine how good like the podcast could be? If we could hang out with Rich Eisen and like Dan and the Danettes. Well, if we hung oh out with Dan, God. we'd be drunk. Well, d- yeah. Exactly. So That's what? The point. <laughs> That's the whole point, man. <laughs> <laughs> if, we're hang- if we're hanging with Donald Trump. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm not going there. I- I'm tired of all the political BS. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for those listening. Oh, um, man. But yeah, that that uh, Roos Chris man had no reservations until like Friday night, and even then he said they were slim pickings. Oh, I'm sure. I was gonna say, uh, I guess technically the GOP stands for something way different than we anticipated. Oh no! Yeah, gra- is it grab our pussycats? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Incidentally, <laughs> side note. Kurt Autry posted a couple of pics of women at his rally last oh, oh night. Oh my god! With that. arrows pointed at certain parts of their body, pointed in another oh, region, telling wow. Donald to grab it. Yeah, like way to be classy, there, ladies. Do you think they have hanging chads? <laughs> <laughs> Can we go Al Gore? Can we go back to the, to the old school election? Oh wow! <laughs> Would it be a hanging Trump? <laughs> Hey, well, if Wednesday is Hump Day, if they gra- if Trump grabs a woman on a Wednesday, is it Trump Day? Maybe. Trump Day. <laughs> Hong Kong. Thank you. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyway, GOP baby. <laughs> Yeah, let, let's get, look. We're gonna tell. We, we need to just look, let that go. Yeah, look at look. <laughs> hey, hey, Don. Hey, Don. Hey, Trump. If you're gonna grab it, let it go, bud. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Can't hold you back anymore. Oh, let it go. Gosh. Let it go. Turn away and slam the door. I don't care what they're Gosh, I, di- I didn't realize people would need to shake Trump off. Right? Yeah. Right? Anyway, this is all bad. This is all bad. Well, freaking God. <laughs> it's a good thing the failhorn isn't here to be worse. He's still a dick. <laughs> Correct the mundo. There you go. Anyway. All right, other college things of note, man. Uh, Notre Dame, NC State, the Rain Bowl. That was pretty Come beast. On, it, Dude, 
Dude, you, next time, call the game. Move the game. Do something else. Play it on Sunday when it was perfect conditions. That's all you had to do. Just wait a day, and you would have had a much more competitive game instead of a 10-3 to 3 game that was decided on a... A blocked punt. A blocked punt. And, uh, dude, it, it looked like people were just slip-sliding. Yeah. I, it, all, was it was terrible. It was, when, it was, when your football field is a slip-and-slide, not so good. No, I mean, look, if... If it's all the kids that are drinking and it's drinking <laughs> games, then it's a different story. If it's hurricane drinking games with the slip and slide, that's a different story. Yeah, not, uh, that was bad. No, nah, that it, that was not good. Terrible. 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 Other game that was pretty crazy, FSU Miami, man. Sports chat was lighting up with that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, that dude that got tossed for targeting. Oh, yeah. And then the fans throwing all the like bottles all over the field. Well, they, they, yeah. those, they were two, pissed. those two schools just love each other. Oh, of course. Oh, they're best friends. Yes. Well, you know, those, th- those two schools. Hakuna Matata. FSU and Miami. What a wonderful phrase. <laughs> like, for real, man. I can see what's happening. What? Come on, guys. If Odell Beckham clue, and the net Odell can make up in love and, and hug and hug it out, bitch. <laughs> Put some money in that bitch. Hug it out, bitch. Look, look. FSU Miami. Circle jerk of life. (laughs) 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 That is something I don't want to (laughs) see. No. No deal. No deal. No deal. No deal. Well, you know how this goes. Should we blame the government? You know how this goes, Shannon. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Canada. Bunch of Blue Jay assholes. Austin Matthews scores four goals. Look, they, they got the rook scoring four goals. Yeah, yeah, the fifth goal. first game, and he scored the fifth one off the ice. Yeah, fifth fifth was off the ice, baby. Get off my lawn! Well. He got yeah. on. He got on a lawn. I don't know hey, whose it was. <laughs> <laughs> he mowed something down later. <laughs> My gosh, this is terrible. <laughs> I dreamed a dream that one weekend and one day we could have a podcast without completely ridiculous sexual references or drunken references. And then I realized that's an alternate reality that does not freaking exist. It will not happen. <laughs> I was about to say, no chance in hell. Zero point zero. Just like Rutgers on third down. <laughs> Just like Rutgers on the scoreboard. Zero point zero. Oh my god. Oh my god. Who was calling the play? Who was calling the plays for Rutgers? Was it Whitfield? Must have been. Must have been. <laughs> That's what they were hearing in the headset. Oh my god. All crap. Anger. Yeah. Anyway. Whew. Easy, big man. My gosh. Well, all right. Well, I tell you what, man. Let's, let's go wrap up a clock. Let's get out of here. Uh, it's pretty late. So I think we've covered the NFL. We've covered college football. We've pretty much hit on some MLB stuff. Um, do you guys want to call your shots for... Uh, I don't know when we're going to get to record again. So if you want to call your shots for the ALCS, NLC, NLCS, by all means, um, do that. Uh, and if you don't, it's okay. Cubs and Indians. Cubs and Indians. Randy, what you got? Yeah, I'll go with that. I, I think that's probably the best matchup we could hope for in the World Series. Dude, I still think the fan bases would go crazy. That would be fun, though. Yeah. 
That that I would mean, the, the storyline right there alone is just wor- what's worth it. And that's exactly why we brought the major league references tonight. Yeah, podcast. dude. Personally, I think we got hosed on that call. <laughs> because if we can have Harry Doyle calling the game, just a bit outside, that would be phenomenal. That's all we got. One goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. (laughs) (laughs) My kind of team, Charlie, it's my kind of team. Well, you may run like maze, but you hit like shit. There you go. (laughs) I love that stuff, man. Oh, hey, D-Stat, what's up? (laughs) And welcome back. (laughs) Anyway... All right, man. Well, look, uh, enjoy the games this weekend, college football, you know, uh, pro stuff. Super, super looking forward to seeing uh, uh, the Redskins and the Eagles. Hopefully the Redskins uh, show up well. And don't, don't go Rutgers. And don't go Rutgers, man. Don't go Rutgers. Don't do that to me. Man, that, that would just be a big bag of butt suck. Not looking forward to that. But it's a, it's going to be it's going to be a fun week. Fun, uh, Always good sports. Always good football. we got a lot of baseball going on, football going on. There's a ton of stuff happening. And obviously the countdown to, to uh, D-Stat's wedding. So uh, hopefully we can record another episode before we're in Wedding Town. But it will, whoa. <laughs> Settle down there. Hey, chill out. <laughs> you know, Do we need Arnold in here? I think so. I'm just doing my job. Chill out, dickwad. There you go. Stop being such a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Get as, back up there, Mark. As long as this isn't what happens in, you know, on wedding night. What the fuck did I do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would like to have a room, please. Hold on. You should not drink and bake. True. Fair point. <laughs> because you don't want to be this, Mark. I'm the party pooper. Yeah, don't do that. You want, you want more to be like, you know. Who is your daddy? And what does he do? There yeah, that's right. Hey, yeah. Yes. You want to hear a lot of that? Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yes. More, no, more like this. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Stop whining. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so just a tip from Sports Brew, and maybe just a tip from DStat Saturday night. I'm Whatever not sure. your name is, get ready for the big surprise. Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking choir boy compared to me. A choir boy. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're close. Give them to me. Now. <laughs> hey, now. Well. What do you need us for? <laughs> well, uh. Mm. You. <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah, that's right. It has to end here. Come and get me. This man is totally insane. You've just been erased. Oh, shit. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God, guys. Okay. Wrap up. Th- <laughs> Let's get out of here. Let's get. Do we, anybody have a walk-off thought? Or are we done? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to uh, have a walk-off thought when you have Arnold just going off in the background. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach. There you go. That's for you, I'll Randy. I'll tell you this, man. I just, <laughs> as much grief as we give. Everybody on this podcast, <laughs> and it, sometimes it's deserved, and other times it's really deserved. Um, <laughs> Lots of times it's very deserved. Yeah, yeah, um, pretty there, much. There, there is a lot of love here, and D Stat man, just mm. wishing you and Megan the best uh, next week. Um, can't wait to be there, and just uh, obviously wishing you guys just the best. Aw, that's so nice of you, Shannon. 
Don't expect it very often. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was I was gonna try to say something all sweet and thoughtful, then I'm like, nah. <laughs> 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 hey Mark. Shut the fuck up, fat man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Oh my god, who the hell cares? Tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> oh, oh man. Wow. <sighs> Hey, look, look, no, all kidding aside, all kidding aside, the only soundbite you don't want to hear on your wedding night. <laughs> You're going to be good, bro. <laughs> You're going to be good. <laughs> That's the fact, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, man, it's going to be a fun week, so en- enjoy the games, enjoy the weekend, have fun, guys, uh, whether it's baseball, football, college football, whatever, man, just run with it, have a good time, and uh, I guess we will catch you on the flip side. As always, we're the Sports Broom. Brought to you by beer and stupidity. Yay. Uh, that sounds about that sounds about right for this weekend. Beautiful. Yeah, it was pretty beautiful. As always, you can find us look keywords, key terms, sports and brew, whether it's Google, uh, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Brady Lowe's Funnel Cake, uh, LiveSportsCaster.com, Spark Sports, whatever, man. You know, keywords, sports and brew. Look us up. Just by the, oh my god, by the way, I Googled fail buckets. This is no no bullshit. When you Google fail buckets, do you know what comes up? I don't know what. I'm going to show do you. We, do we come up? I want Randy, Google fail buckets. All right, let's see here. <laughs> this made me so happy earlier today. You Google fail buckets and you go to images. Sports <laughs> fruit. you see the sports fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. Nice. You know why? Because in the descri- in podcast descriptions, I put fail buckets. I was oh, dying. I don't know why I looked up fail buckets today. There's some other bad things in here, you know. <laughs> but I thought it was a riot that I googled fail buckets, looked up images, and there's this. There's my license plate. There's the sports <laughs> brew. I, I was like, that's great. I've, I'm proud of that. Can you, I, I am proud to have fail buckets show up in Google. Go us. Hey, the fact that we come up on the first page is pretty. <clears throat> that's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. So anyway, from all of us, all of you, have a great weekend, and we will catch you on the flip side. We'll try to pack in a mini brew. Uh, We ended up going way longer tonight than I thought we would, but hopefully Mark can say the same thing Saturday. There you go. Uh, There you go. (laughs) That's right. We'll save the mini brew for all the other slack asses in the house. Uh, And so until next time, no, none of that. Uh, We will catch you on the flip side. We have the sports brew. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Good night. See ya. Wah bam balloon bam balloon bam bam to the boot oh to the boot oh late